0: Alright, welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan from Dragon Questicles again. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm back. Nothing's (laughs) going to bring him down. (laughs) And today we have a special guest. Hopefully longtime host will be Nick.
1: Hey, I'm happy to be here. Honored to be here. Big fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, this is his first time here with Talking Flick. Uh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and the kind of blog you run and everything?
1: Well, I want to say first, for Ryan, a guy who doesn't who claims not to watch a lot of movies, he has an awful lot to say about movies. Right? <laughs> that's true. He
0: does. It's yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> well, the thing is,
2: I like movies. That that's that's been clear ever since the jump. It's that. I have a problem with investing my time into watching these movies.
1: Well, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a fan of Dragon Questicles. That's a good show. Make sure you check that out. It's a lot of fun. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Speaking so, of, I did my very first D and D earlier this week. Congratulations! Uh, oh, yeah, I was <laughs> with the group of. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. Was he game master? He was Game Master, yeah. he led the ship, okay. (laughs) I always lead the ship.
1: I have a hard time understanding what the rolling dice means. Like when they say the number and then you make a decision, that's the hardest part of that game I got to figure out. Yeah,
2: there's... You just need to jump in. In the straight freedom, just
1: the idea that you can do anything you want at any time and then you react to what we do, (laughs) it's kind of weird, right? Like I'm used to like Axis and Allies, Hero Quest, uh, Risk, stuff like that with Uh dice, but not necessarily free open forum. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, and hey, listeners, if you want to
2: hear more about Dragon skills come check out the podcast. Absolutely, yes, please do. Please yeah. check it out; it's a wonderful <laughs> show. But Nick, yourself, your blog.
1: So I do run a blog. It's uh, chamas.blogspot.blogspot.com. So don't try to spell it. That's t s a m e s dot blogspot.com. It's long running since about 2009. I've flirted with a couple different movie podcasts over time. Um, basically, we rank movies, we rank TV shows. I do an Oscar pre review. Hopefully by the time this podcast breaks, that'll be up. So you guys can check that out. Um, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to talk about movies. I have a lot of arguments I'm sure I'm going to make. So let's uh, let's get to it. Yeah
2: Pretty much. <laughs> but so. for the listeners, me, Ryan speaking, these are the two guys that I usually come to when I want to talk about movies. So I'm actually glad that they're together in the same room for this podcast.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll definitely leave a link in the description for uh, Nick's yes. blog too yep. as well. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, Star Trek 2009, so the reboot, I guess you could call it a reboot, but we'll go into it a it's little bit It's a
1: reimagining reboot <laughs> slash continuation. Yeah, yeah. We'll put a lot of labels well, on it. We'll
0: go into it, but yeah. before that, we'll talk a little bit about movie news. Um, pretty much what I got jot down, so I know last podcast we talked about there was going to be an intermission for the Avengers Endgame movie. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's yeah, been scrapped. Yeah, so weird. Apparently oh, okay. The Russo, because of... Yeah.
1: Millennials bitching on Twitter basically. <laughs> so that's basically what I, now I like I was with you I'm like uh-huh. that's not a bad idea. I'm old, I gotta pee a lot. I yeah. like snacks what's the problem here? But I guess people uh, got uproared about it and they put the kibosh on it.
0: Yeah, so. I guess the Rooster Brothers, they had to come out and they're the directors. They're the ones that have been kind of in charge of the we Avengers. We uh, don't know how long
1: soldier. it is, right? That has not been released yet. We
0: don't know how long it is. Okay. I'm going to assume it's probably around three Three-ish? hours. Yeah, and now Three-ish. Donna Justice. Now, like? if and when I watch
2: this movie, I'm going to have to sit there and hold my urine. To yeah, <laughs> you drink, you
0: bring a yeah. bottle of water, you drink that water yeah, and then you, you fill it back yeah. up.
1: Gatorade <laughs> yeah, bottle, Bear wide grills, mouth, so. go, go.
0: <laughs> so easy. So functional. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm fine either way. I think it'll be okay to see it. Uh yeah. I guess they've had test audiences before with it, but usually how Disney does a test audience, it's always kind of in-house and with family members of whoever's wow. working like for Disney and everything, and so <laughs>
1: I felt like there was a Tarantino movie that tried it right. It wasn't Django Unchained or one of those? I think those it was Hateful
0: Eight. Table that, got 8 that had
1: like a, but there was an intermission, like a, a brief one. Oh yeah, where it had like you the know, still come up and it was, was like an it intermission. No, 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 it, it was, it was, it was, it.
2: was the, the double feature. It was oh, uh, oh it was uh, Dead, yeah, you're right, Dead Proof and Kurt uh, uh, Russell and, uh, and uh, Climate yeah. Terror.
1: Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah so
0: either way, but then I'll again, that was two movies, right? Rightfully so, right? Yeah, either way, I'll be watching Endgame. Game. So regardless of, course, of how, yeah, that. however long I it enjoyed is. that
1: trailer for the Super Bowl. I wish we would have saw more, but I enjoyed yeah. it. I like uh, clean shaven Chris Evans. That's what I prefer. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind the beard.
0: That's all right. I don't <laughs> like the the shield on the arms thing, Bob. it's one me. of the best beards in Hollywood. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I know. Well,
2: so, I, I actually agree with Nick. Uh, he looks kind of weird. I don't know. A little just, weird, right? Yeah. Little a little disingenuous. He's a Boston guy,
1: so I, I appreciate it. I was
2: right? I was thinking of Chris Helmsworth.
1: And... All the Chris's. Let's <laughs> talk about it. All the Chris's. There's a Chris in this movie. There's two Chris's in this movie. And there was another Chris rumored to be, be in the running for Kirk. So, I mean, they only have Chris's that run Hollywood, I guess. Yeah. I just
0: want to see a movie where you have all the Chris's in one movie. We were it's going to happen. Yeah, it's we were watching happen. What's New Scooby-Doo today. And I was like, how great would it be if you had Chris Evans as Fred? Because he was Jake Wilder in not another team movie. That's right. and he's great in that. You have Chris Hemsworth <laughs> as Shaggy. Chris Pine as Daphne. Chris and I'm missing Another shag. Chris, but <laughs> another Chris as uh, Velma.
1: So. Chris Helmsworth coming in uh, Men in uh, uh, Men in Black reimagining.
0: I guess is it yeah, a continuation? The, I'm not know. sure exactly if that's a reimagining who's the, or who's
2: the news anchor that went with uh, To Catch a Predator? Is it K- Chris, Chris? Chris? Oh God. Hart? <laughs> Chris? Chris uh, Hart? No, or? I know you're talking about. Yeah, him. yeah no, I maybe. know Bill Hader does a great impression of him, but I forget his <laughs> name. The dude that was in To Catch a Predator. Yeah. And he's like,
1: "Would you have a seat here, please?" Oh, <laughs> he's a yes. Chris also. Yeah, I, that's I a great remember. voice. Yeah, he he would
0: make an unbelievable podcast. Would you have a seat here? hello there are you looking Friday. for a little girl in this kitchen because i have some, some questions for and you He has everything all printed out too and <laughs> oh my god and <laughs>
1: uh, off topic on netflix i uh, i watched a, a movie it was a documentary about an hour and a half it's called abducted in plain sight oh, it's, bit, it's yeah, not yeah, decapitations yeah, yeah. like hereditary but man it's disturbing oh, it's, it's a
0: rough watch <laughs> so kind of moving on as far as other movie news goes um bond 25 so that's the next james bond movie It's been mm, held back. i wanted danny months. boyle i was Excited yes. when Danny Boyle from Train
1: Spotting was going to do it, yep. but, you know, now um, I'm nervous about it.
0: <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, this is going to be apparently Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. Really? I'm okay with I guess that. he's hated doing them ever since, like, the second he, one or he's something. He's been
1: bitching since, yeah. yep, Skyfall, I guess. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Heard his back or something on Skyfall. It feels
0: like a long time he's been kind of just bitching about it, but then again, it's, you know, the, the, I don't the know. shape you have to be in, Yeah, but how, to be, this is an
1: iconic...
2: Uh, IP in in history, you know. Yeah. Everyone knows James Bond. If you're
1: one of the everything James is Bond, IP now, so yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it does get tired, no matter what. Your future is set, though. It's uh, ridiculous. Do we want Tom Hiddleston or Idris Elba or a female Charlize Theron, a la like Fury mm-hmm. Road, mm-hmm. to take over? Are we ready for that, or do we want to rehash the same thing over and over again?
0: I think after this next Bond movie, they'll probably they should take like a five year break before. Yeah, yeah, to take a break. In yeah, it's kind of.
1: You'll get an overload. Let's go around the room. Who's your favorite Bond, Ryan? Oh, um,. No uh, pressure.
0: Sean Connery, probably. Right, yeah. Sean Connery. Daniel Craig's been my bond. So I saw Casino Royale in theaters, and initially I, was like I didn't lemon, like Daniel so. Craig,
1: but after Skyfall turned me over, then I went back watched Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, which I think is underrated. I actually really like that uh-huh. one. Then Spectre came out, and I thought it was garbage. So uh-huh. mostly some good cinematography, some uh-huh. good moments, like a lot of movies, but overall I didn't like it. Actually, actually, I
2: would I would like to change my answer to Pierce Brosnan. Pierce
1: Brosnan. I'm a Pierce Brosnan. Honestly, <laughs> if you push me on it, I'm a Pierce Brosnan guy. Golden Eyes. Yeah the best
0: Bond movie and Sean Bean from Game of Thrones I mean N64 games yes well, I know about oh, the yeah. N64 one of the best game, video games of all amazing. time Yeah, one of the I best hear. of all time I don't play any video games all I've me ever neither I'm not a video game knife. guy but
1: I did play that one which tells you
0: how good it is <laughs> yeah but James Bond Daniel Craig He's always been my Bond Casino Royale. I like him. Of, I like so. him.
1: You ever see Munich? He's great in Munich. Yes, I have but seen. I, really, really I saw really Munich
0: good when I rented it from Blockbuster. <laughs> when Black and Blockbuster was a thing. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I didn't like him in the re-imaging of uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, um, yeah. The girl from the social network. I forget her name now. Mm-hmm. But uh, that I thought that was a weird. He was like too good looking. It was too off for
0: that part. Because I've seen the uh-huh. Swedish
1: ones. And those are right. incredible. I saw so, the
0: very first Swedish one. I haven't seen the other ones. Uh, yeah,
1: Naomi Rapace or something like that. She's very, very good. It, yeah, but
0: I remember yeah. being really good. So uh, moving on as far as other uh, movie news that we have is one thing we kind of missed from last weekend whenever the Super Bowl was, was the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. So oh, that is the fa- yeah, that's the Fast and Furious oh. spin-off. Oh, okay. Superhuman Idris Elba. Yeah, is this like a Starsky and Hush sort of <laughs> thing? <laughs> so like, yeah. It's
1: a... If it was a straight like straight straight comedy, I probably would enjoy it more.
0: <laughs> I think is it kind of it's, it I mean, feels pretty those movies, movies are Feels ridiculous. pretty tongue in cheek, and they get more tongue in cheek <laughs> as uh-huh. they go along. But this is like way way out. There. I haven't seen them since I think maybe the fourth or fifth one. I because I
1: saw the last. Um, I saw a Seven, right? Yeah. Seven is the one where you actually see, uh, what's his face? Because that's when Paul Walker away. dies. Paul, yeah. 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 The yeah. last that's Paul Walker not, one that's... with the songs at right. the end. I liked that one. I thought it was fine. And mm, I, I watched Moments right. of the Charlize Theron, Vin Diesel turning bad one. I watched like an hour of it. Was that the Fate of the Eight? Fate of the Eight, yeah. yeah. So and that's where eight. we left off, right? <laughs> they, I so will Fate have of to the Eight the last one, the now we go Hobbs and Shaw.
2: I will have to say, though, they built up to that name, you know? like Literally, they're like,
1: there the is 12 guys all making be... 100 grand in a room <laughs> talking about what they're yeah. going to call these next. The
2: 8th one
0: is going to be faded 8. We just got to make <laughs> it up. <there. laughs> Ben Diesel just goes with the title. Make yeah. it work, writers. I don't care how you do it. Yeah. Just if we make have it to work. take Tokyo Drift and
2: put it at the end, and then we're gonna do oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> because
0: Tokyo Drift apparently was happening after.
1: Yeah, after yeah. all those. You know but... what? I like the Tokyo Drift one. It's one of my oh, favorite my ones. Oh my You made me rank it. I thought that one was all right. Wow, that's. <laughs> I would put. I would consider that a guilty pleasure one yeah.
2: because no one likes that one. No I know. One... You
1: know what? We did. Remember? I don't know if any. Nobody knows almost critics, but we did a podcast where we challenged my buddy to rank the Marvel movies and he threw out Doctor Strange as the best Marvel movie oh, and I wanted yeah, to like no, reach across no. the table and strangle him because I couldn't I couldn't accept that answer man you're so. just putting him on blast I know, I know. and this is going out
2: <laughs>
0: oh he's gonna listen that's weird Doctor Strange is the best he gets Marvel what movie. he gets what he deserves oh, yeah I mean well now I, it's out there in the ether <laughs> yeah God Fast and Furious because every time they come out the new one I see the commercial I'm just yeah. like this looks beyond belief ridiculous <laughs> (laughs) one of these days i'm just gonna actually have to try to watch all of them so uh moving on i don't know if you guys heard about this did i know you haven't seen aquaman did you see aquaman of course course. did you like it or i
1: was entertained i was entertained i was entertained it's an explosion of colors and Uh world building that you don't often see i i was a big fan of wonder woman Uh i had some issues with the dcu but like i liked wonder woman quite a bit i could Mm -hmm. defend donna justice parts of it the ultimate cut anyway uh, obviously, oh. Justice League was a total mess, but yeah, you know Aquaman. I thought for what it was, was really good. The only thing was it was overstuffed. They keep making mm-hmm. that mistake. It was like Spider-Man Three with Tobey uh-huh. Maguire. They just too much stuff.
0: Going. Yeah, yeah. You take
1: uh, Manta out of it, and maybe
0: it's a little cleaner. Well, speaking of spinoffs, apparently they're going to be doing a Trench heard about spinoff. Yeah. yeah, so are you serious? So, yeah. yeah. So as far as uh, a like a straight horror spinoff, yes. Yeah, so like at least horror. the tone will be dark. So one of the kingdoms of I guess Atlantean is the is the Trench. Yep. And so they're just kind of these seats creature looking like monsters this
1: is where nicole kidman got lost yeah you saw the movie through
0: the portal yeah. or through some, something yeah. something Go- goofy part there. in that yeah. movie but it's all right <laughs> yeah so anyways yeah so with the trench i don't know how i feel about that A sequels you it's know.
1: uh you know they always want to expand these ip universes don't overdo it we saw yeah. solo you're pushing it you know i, I never think, even saw
0: solo yeah good that's you the you that's...
1: lucked out you're one of the but lucky which
2: <laughs> with solo i feel like a lot of people that's very recognizable and people wanted to see that. I don't know how many people wanted to see. Well, trench. it turned
1: out to not really be the case because it, you know, well, maybe no. Maybe it had a big opening and after that it dropped off. So no, just but, like
2: Justice League. But the this... character in itself, like I would Was there a demand for that?
1: Well, Young I don't know if there was solo? a demand,
2: but I, I would know. I would think that it's recognizable that people would be like, Oh yeah, I would I would understand a solo movie, but for yeah. a trench movie, I don't even know what that is. Well,
1: <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. If like, if they took the time to make it the way Like, if they took the time to make a a story that was true to the character and that made sense in in canon, I would have been okay with it, but...
0: They like pieced together this
1: hodgepodge movie, and it was nonsense. I
0: mean, even with Solo, it had two different set of directors. Yeah, well, I guess technically we see three. that a yeah. lot now. Though yeah. it seems to happen with every but big But it had it had the Lego movie directors, so Phil and was,
1: uh, Phil and Lord, yeah, uh, Phil Lord Phil and, and Chris, Chris Miller. Yeah, Phil so Chris
0: they were originally Miller, yeah. directing, and then I guess they got fired from Disney
1: because they gave some some footage to Disney, and they're uh-huh. like, "This is too wacky. We can't do this." Yeah, <laughs> they had already <laughs> spent like hundred million bucks on it. I guess wow. like the
0: rumor was they were because those directors are very big, like on him. I like them. Listen to
1: Lego movies unbelievable yeah, community I mean, anybody watch community that's yeah, great, yeah. man. Ooh, i would have loved to,
0: to see you know Let's i have seen solo but i would have loved yeah. to seen their version of solo because afterwards i guess they apparently they reshot 80 percent of the movie oh, shoot, and really? ron howard came up and you know kind of picked up the rest of it but I mean I still haven't seen it date, but I wouldn't mind seeing the, that I'm pretty sure
2: that if you go in the dark web you
0: can probably find I don't know. <laughs> Disney has a tight seal, so yeah, <laughs> but
2: do they own that? Do they own what they trashed?
0: Yeah. They uh, yeah, technically. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Dang. yeah. They own everything. <laughs> it's in a vault. Disney yeah. owns literally they own a everything. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> everything. They might own us somehow, They're gonna recast... some way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're
1: gonna recast Wolverine. Do we have any names for that yet?
0: Oh uh, I posted a thing on Twitter. Uh it's a it was a joke kind of gag, but Daniel Radcliffe they threw that out there, that idea of him interesting. being Wolverine. Okay. And I posted it on Which Twitter. Which version
2: of Wolverine would this be? <laughs> the, the crappy short one?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. So they they put up some uh, fan, some fan art on on the internet of it him looks as pretty Wolverine. Good. It actually looks pretty he's,
1: good. He's got the mutton and, chops. He's rocking the uh, facial yeah. Really and interesting. Right. He
0: actually looks pretty good. I mean, he would definitely have to beef up for it for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, for, for sure. sure. But you know, we know he can act. We know he's an actor. I feel like, and, in the cartoons, the short
2: one with the, the short, hairy one yeah. was the like the bulkiest of them all. And stuff, yeah, stuff.
0: I mean, he was definitely more bulky, and yeah, so, yeah, so uh, I'd, like a,
1: I'd like a bigger one. Even Hugh Jackman wasn't
0: really big enough for. I mean, he was six, however tall he's over six, but feet, like Hugh swole,
1: a little more swole. You could be shorter, but a little more swole, maybe. Yeah,
0: I think You'd I think it would like it where he's line. a little more swole, just just wide as a ton of bricks. But do we like? <laughs>
1: are we ready for Wolverine in the same universe as?
0: you know, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Robert Downey's Iron Man. I mean... It's kind of weird. I don't honestly, think it's a perfect fit. I say just make as many, like, comic book movies as you can. See what sticks to the wall. And tie them together. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, try I to know, make them good and everything. I don't mind seeing uh, these new adaptations. I just feel but... like that's a recipe for burnout. That yeah, eventually people oh, are going, going you to... You have to be careful with, like,
1: over overdoing Superhero it. fatigue. Yeah. You know? Superhero yeah. fatigue. Yeah. I
0: think it's kind of happening with Star Wars a little bit, too. Hopefully they learn fatigue, their lesson. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see
1: what Rogue happens. Rogue One? And do, we, do we like Rogue
0: One? I... I was OK Love with it. the Darth Vader scene in the, Rogue it, One, <laughs> the so. last 20
1: minutes saves the movie. Essentially, <laughs> the first 40 minutes, again, two directors in that. Movie right. Too. Yeah. You're hopping from planet to planet. It's a little confusing. Mm-hmm. The tones are kind of off. The music and the tone doesn't quite match. So I, I, I do think that they have to be concerned about that. Yeah. So. And Ryan and Ryan Johnson, by the way, pulled out of his uh, three picture deal with Disney. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm going to too, do. right yeah. there.
0: I think Star Wars is an episode in itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll <laughs> definitely learning. get into that. So uh, <laughs> one last bit of movie news, then we'll go on into the show, is Pretty Big uh, Aladdin. Goldsmith. Oh my god yes. We got a peak. Or we, my whole so family got we together got, to see yeah. that. They're like, "He's oh. even
1: blue." I'm like, "Yeah, come look at him."
0: Yeah, he yeah. looks terrible. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know how to. I'm open minded with it. I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, know how I, I feel about. I guess you have to it. be. I don't,
1: I don't know how I feel about all these being redone in live action because they're not that great. <laughs> yeah. They're certainly not better than the cartoons. It's yeah. money grabbing. It's,
0: exactly. And, you exact know What more can you add on to it? You know, we all know the story and. When I was watching Beauty of the Beast, you know, even though I saw it at the Dollar Theater here in town, I, I was it. like, I think I'd rather be watching the cartoon right now, you right? know. The so. music's
1: better in the cartoon. Yeah. Everything feels cleaner in the mm-hmm. cartoon. But the but... thing is, though, is that
2: with, like, comparing it to, like, the DC universe and uh-huh. stuff with the different Jokers and stuff like that. Obviously, Will Smith is signing up for something big because everyone's going to compare him to Robin Williams. Well, yeah. it
1: has to be an actor with clout because of that. And yeah, I think I get mm-hmm. that. You know, he's okay. I, he checks the box for me, so I think that's that's fine. But they are two distinct he's charismatic, styles. Yeah, I, it's going to be... It's, it's but we're going to talk about it with Star Trek, right? Are you going to do a William Shatner impersonation or are you mm-hmm. going to make it your own? Right. Uh, people have to make those choices one
0: way or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll <laughs> see. I don't know if I want to see it in theaters, but... Uh, yeah, I'd rather we'll see. see
1: original stuff every week but we don't get that yeah never again so
0: so let's go ahead and go on into the show that's enough of movie news and as you guys know we're gonna be doing star trek 2009 Let's do Ryan's reaction. If you could sum up this whole movie <laughs> into one sentence, what would it be? Ryan, the movie expert. <laughs> uh, this is the new segment nowadays. Yeah, not
1: Ryan Ryan's Let's not argue reaction. this early you in the show, what? Ryan. Try Ryan's to be reaction. open-minded.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I found it very enjoyable. It was a oh, fun movie. Oh, very good. Ah, there I don't, I don't go. it's, it's, it's not bad. Like, you know, huh? Uh, I this is one of the movies that I actually did see in theaters so uh-huh. when it came out but yeah I I enjoyed it and then revisiting it this time
1: around it wasn't bad it's a yeah. fun it's a fun two hours and what nine minutes or something I forget. yeah yeah
0: it's definitely a fun it's a fun ride for sure I mean I was watching with my girlfriend because we had the movie at the house and everything and so my girlfriend originally didn't want to watch the movie And I was like, let me just put it on for an hour that I can kind of get done. And then she's watching. She's like, I actually want to finish it now. But
2: I will say, though, that when watching this movie, like doing this podcast, you have a different eye for like, you know, critiquing and all that. When I watched it the first time, I was just in it for the ride and it was very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Watching it the second time around, I was like, oh, what's going
1: on with all these different choices right some of these things were kind of like ah but you gotta you gotta find the balance <laughs> even on my blog I try not to go crazy critic stuff yeah I yeah. try to be, I go in as a fan mm-hmm. I go in open-minded as possible and then I write a review that's
2: honest to how I feel it but I, I kept on thinking is this how movies are nowadays because I don't know it's very
1: formulaic very, very straightforward but that's Abrams I mean it's uh-huh. a lot of Abrams signatures yeah. on there I mean
0: because usually with the past couple podcasts that we've been doing where it was like M. Night Shyamalan and then Hereditary I feel
1: like I forced yeah. this upon you, you <laughs> I, I said I said Tyler give me a list of movies you gave me a bunch of Indian horror movies and then I gave you a list of blockbusters and I said
0: choose it, I, you know I definitely don't mind doing the blockbusters especially with Star Trek because we had Hereditary even though it was really good movie that's a good podcast depressing. Yeah. Just, oh, I, I, someday
1: i will watch that movie yeah but not not it's today just, <laughs>
0: it's, it's depressing as can be so, so it's nice to kind so of watch many oh yeah no i get
1: you i get you. how many times is decapitation actually in the script that's what i want to ask um the three animals <laughs> the, uh,
0: the- three people.
1: Well, one thing I, At least six. By like hour two of the podcast, Ryan's like, and he caught on fire. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course he caught on
3: fire. Yeah. Anything else?
2: Yeah. <laughs> one thing I will say that we didn't mention in that episode, uh-huh. I found out is that the little sculptures that Charlie made, they put it up online to sell on Etsy uh, under, ooh. yeah, the the people that created the movie. I don't, want, I don't I,
1: want to I, buy I, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to buy that, but I don't want to change it too much, but I know Tyler likes True Detective. How about the little, little sculptures in True Detective? I
0: am still on episode three of True Detective you're, right there. Yeah. you're am, right there I am like All right. I'm behind but yeah uh, you're not that far behind yeah but they, they sold them on
2: Etsy uh, under creepy. Charlie something yeah. and yeah it, apparently no one knew that it
1: was connected and then after
2: the movie released it, then they showed what that. is the name oh of the
1: demon God. what is the payment thing I feel like it's ruining my Mediterranean cafe uh, <laughs> uh, needs payment uh, the, you just pay, wanted to eat
0: kings of hell I didn't one thought he
1: eight. was a nice guy I thought he made good Greek food what's the
0: problem so before we kind of go into our scene by scene, who wants to guess how many lens flares are in this movie? I'll take a shot at it. All right. Take a shot. I'm going to say. Are we doing an over and under thing or like a price? Is just uh, just
1: name, name your guess. Okay. Many I'm you going to say over 100, right around 112-ish.
0: Okay. What's your guess? Ryan? Oh, shoot. I was going to keep it like around 50 to 60. Okay originally I thought about turning this into a drinking game where it's like every time there's a lens flare, you take a shot. And then I tried (laughs) counting the lens.
1: We're not making it home.
0: (laughs) So I tried counting the lens flares and I was like, why am I doing this? Someone probably already did this for me on the internet. So I Googled it. There are 721 lens whoa, flares
1: whoa, in this nice. movie. Here you gotta are. check the math on that because like the dual lens flares should count it's, as one. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's only like, I don't know, 200 scenes, how can we have that many lens there flares? There
0: are a lot.
1: Okay, I'm gonna bring this up because I looked this right, up. Yeah. The camera they use for lens flares are called uh, anamorphic lenses. Okay, and this is how they do it. Mm-hmm. This is gonna blow your mind. They take a literal flashlight or like a spotlight and they just flash it in the lens of the camera. Yeah. And then, like, when they get the shaky thing, they just grab the camera and they shake it. It's crazy. If you got the Blu ray of this movie, you can go to Special Features and watch uh-huh. the making of it, and you just see JJ Abrams shaking the camera and throwing a flashlight in front of the camera. So, I to get so, turn to do it. It's so wacky. Yeah. No, he does it himself. It's pretty weird. He, he yeah. wants to do it himself because if he has, like, the other guy do it, he doesn't do it right. So, they just let JJ shake it. Okay.
0: I can see that. So, well, he is the director. Directors are control there's, freaks. We all know that. There's a scene in this movie, and it's one of those things where you don't really know. It. Oh, my first time watching. I never really noticed it, and then of course, when you know all of the other JJ all the memes and all out. the stuff yeah. came out. yeah. This and is
1: 2009. You got to watch it with the with the eye that this was this wasn't happening a lot before, this. right? <laughs> so you know, it's- Mission Impossible three lost a little alias but we didn't see a ton of it yet it's so everywhere now everybody like,
3: still, yeah.
0: somebody was like oh you just flash a, ca- a
1: flashlight into the camera i can do that and now
0: everybody does it oh, <laughs> so we'll go into our commentary with the movie so we start off where we're on the uss kelvin i believe it is. yes so yes, it we're is. on the uss kelvin and then we get to see chris hemsworth oh yeah so we see and
1: we, it's one weird. of the many chrises
0: yeah. one, oh, one of the first fun. thing
2: the first thing that i put on here it says, everyone's sweaty. Everyone is sweaty. Yeah. I
1: don't know why. It's
0: like he all drenched himself in oil. It,
1: it's fitting that Kirk's dad is Thor. I think that makes
0: sense to me. I, I mean, this is before he was even Thor. because yeah. Right around the
1: same time, right? Because yeah, what's think, Thor, the, well, the first one? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so you got it he's, right. he's cast already,
0: but he has, it hasn't come yeah, out so, yet. Yeah, so I mean, this is back when he was kind of up and rising. But, you know, you have that first kind of sequence where they're on the USS Kelvin and they get...
1: All of a sudden, you know it's a new tone, it's a new energy, mm-hmm. this isn't your dad's Star Trek. Oh, no, the yeah, first Thor, Thor came out in 2011. Oh, so uh, maybe yeah. he wasn't cast yet. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, right. I
0: mean, probably in the works, but he definitely beefed up for that. So, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that whole initial kind of first scene, because of, of James Tiberius Kirk's, you know, basically his birth, where they're on there and everything's kind of just going haywire. It's kind of an emotional scene between yeah. you know, his, Chris Hemsworth his wife, and his wife. Yeah. The, uh,
1: Jennifer Morrison from Once Upon a Time or whatever, uh-huh. the TV show. She's really good in it. They're watching each other on the computer screen. There's a lot of energy. Like you said, everybody's sweaty, the stress, yeah. the
0: time of it all. No, even before that, though. Even anyway. before that, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, basically that ship just he's, comes he's out. He's the, the
1: first officer, so we have yeah. to t- just, it's a similar storyline as the movie goes along. So uh, James, or Tybee what's his name? Is it George?
0: Uh, no, he's
1: a... Uh, He's George. Yes, he's yeah, George, he's George. George yeah, right? Guess. And then Kirk is James Tiberius. George's is- Father, I suppose, is Tiberius, yeah. right? That's where they get the middle name. So he's the first officer, and the captain has to go to the other ship, right? Yeah. So that's how he becomes captain of the Kelvin, Yeah. Yes, which is pretty crazy. Because later on, for they just rehash that yeah. same idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12 minutes, 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 oh, minutes, yeah. The great uh, Bruce Greenwood comes and specifies that. He's like, your dad was the starship captain for 12 minutes. I dare you to do better. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Bruce Greenwood, Tyler, Bruce Wayne and The yep. Red Hood.
0: And then, yep. yep. And yeah. he also I knew still does like that it. in uh, Young Justice, I believe, as well, too. So, a couple of them. He's done like two, yeah. three of them. The one, with the gas, the
1: gas lamp one. I didn't see that one. Yeah, where it's not, like oh, an old time, by gaslight yeah. Or... yeah, the old London Batman one.
2: But that one's going into it, that idea of them rehashing exactly what happened in the past with Kirk's father, super formulaic. Yeah, and it's it, it, it's one of those things that I saw in the, uh, that as I was watching the movie with that critic's eye, I was thinking, oh, they're doing this again. Okay, <laughs> I guess. You You know,
1: I, 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 this movie in particular, I had like 11 or 12 of those, but if you're having fun, um, it's easier for me to cast it aside, you know, as so long as we're having a good time and it's moving right, I'll cast it aside. So, but they do that stuff a ton in this movie. But that's Abrams. Like, uh-huh. what they do here is essentially an audition for Abrams to do The Force Awakens. And tell me The Force Awakens isn't the same stuff. It's the same, <laughs> same stuff. Yeah. You know, it's fun, though. I'm I mean, having a good time. But uh-huh. it's the same thing. It's just textbook Abrams.
0: Even though I was kind of doing the timeline for this, it's very... Because, like, before we were doing, like, M. Night Shyamalan and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of things happening at once. This is a very kind of straightforward... And yeah, nice and yeah. clean. Like, yeah. yeah that way... Yeah. And it's not bad because... And keep in mind, like, I'm not a Trekkie or anything like that. Yeah, there's I'm Easter eggs like in anymore. this. Certainly, there's a lot. Of, yeah. He does his
1: homework on it. He's uh, By all accounts, Abrams was not a Star Trek fan when he took this movie. Right. Uh, he wasn't a fan of Kirk and Spock. He didn't really want to do it, had to be convinced to do it. And until he had the idea for this particular story where Spock comes back... Mm-hmm. You know, he basically had to be sold on it. But so. I, I agree with you, Tyler. I think that, like, honestly, with watching this movie, I didn't have to look
2: too deep into the meanings of all of the different right. visuals right. that were there. Isn't
1: that what you want sometimes when you yeah, go to Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. bad. But You did a lot of movie, with hereditary. Right? Right? Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: coming out of the three, I don't want to be stressing movies. out with like you know,
1: <laughs> and heads rolling hereditary. in the street, you know. Like.
2: But yeah, it was it was just uh, again, it was just a fun ride, and but. A lot of the things, as I was looking at I was like, okay, I take it at face value. This yeah. is cool. And also, for the listeners out there, our quick, uh, what is that, um, uh, disclaimer, we are not Trekkie fans. Yeah, we are, we're, not, we're
1: not Trekkie no, at no all. fans. No, yeah. yeah, so. Now, I have seen a lot of Star Trek. We've watched TV shows. Uh-huh. Like, I've watched pretty much the entire original series at least once over. I think
0: I've seen one episode of the original series. So.
1: I've watched quite a bit of The Next Generation, was not a big fan uh-huh. of it. A little bit of Deep Space Nine, a little bit of Voyager, a little bit of Enterprise. I, I watched all watched...
0: Enterprise. Do... <laughs> Scott
1: Bakula, I love Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap, one of the best shows of all time. But uh, I haven't watched anything but the first episode of Discovery, which is Kurtzman from this movie uh-huh. who, who runs that show.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, I mean... But
1: I thought the first episode wasn't that great and I don't have CBS All Access or whatever that thing is, so I haven't caught up to that one yeah. yet.
0: I saw Enterprise back when UPN was UPN, so... <laughs> (laughs) I I
1: will say, because I'm a little bit older, uh, the I like I prefer my Star Trek in movie form, okay, nice and clean. Interesting. A lot of people are on the other side of that. So, so so the grumpier fans are TV guys, yeah. So, or, or
2: ladies. Going with the point, I was just looking through my notes that you don't have to look too deep into it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, when that whole scene was going on with the the ship is getting attacked and all that, and he's trying to protect the people as they're uh, evacuating and all that. His wife's having a baby. Yeah, but literally the computer is basically saying everything so that the the audience knows what's going on. Uh It's saying, autopilot is destroyed okay thank you yeah computer. we know where this is gonna end <laughs> it says collision course engaged okay thanks computer impact in 50 seconds it, it, it just basically tries to reiterate it for the audience like it's keep n- keeping it nice and easy for us yeah i yeah. know don't have to look
1: for weird symbols in the forest just feed just tell our us what's information going on. yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> i just i just thought it was very I'd like oh okay Cutter, I, I know what's going on. Thank yeah. you
0: for telling me. How'd <laughs> you like the action scene, though? And it would, I mean, the first thing I kind of noticed yeah, you get all the kind of spoon fed information coming at you, but mm-hmm. for a 2009 movie, CGI you see the is pretty, space? pretty, pretty the damn space
1: good. Is, it's pretty
0: good. It looks I like know. space. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> You know what I like about it, the contrast of the lighting in the bridge, uh-huh. which uh, it stays throughout the movie, whether on the Calvin or go to the Enterprise? Yeah. It's, it's very bright, brighter mm-hmm. than the old Star Trek. And the contrast of dark and quiet space, Uh, the sound oftentimes in this movie, they cut to that quiet sound like they do uh, in uh, Last Jedi. Uh Uh, That's probably the best scene in that movie. We have some similar moments here in this movie. Abrams knows cinematography. He knows score. He knows sound Mystery and he knows boxes. exactly, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> MacGuffins, he knows McGuff, Red Matter, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah,
2: but the sound effects, yeah, I, I have
0: to agree. That's that why it's, I suggest it's watching great.
1: this in a movie theater if you still can, or crank it up on your sound system if you watch mm-hmm. it at home.
0: If you still so. can. <laughs> I mean, I would say if you're not a Star Trek fan at all, this is the movie to watch. Probably this is your perfect
1: movie. Yeah, this yeah. is
0: kind of, and it has things in there too for, I guess, the audiences who have been watching it since the very first, you know, since the beginning as far as a TV show goes, and even just for people who are just watching This brought Star
1: Trek overseas, too. Remember, this movie does okay overseas, the sequel does even better, and then Beyond, I think, makes the most overseas, or right around there. Yeah. So, real quick, can I ask, so,
2: this is going to show my ignorance of Star Trek, but when does this take place? Is this supposed to be in the future? Is this modern day with bunch of technological advances or what is this should
1: we have written down the star date because i mean, i, didn't, oh no, I got, remember you, i have the star, the star date, date so yeah. this is before this is kirk's birth so yeah. anything that's happened on the tv show which is basically the oldest uh, star trek although you go enterprise goes before that right yeah enterprise
2: is so, before that so yeah. this but this is not comparable to like oh 2018 or is it oh no, no this, is, know, this, is this is like kind of way out, out there, super there in yeah, the future. I got 22 sure so sounds yeah, good. This, so, yeah sounds okay good. <laughs> I get, so, get through throw whatever star <laughs> date out you can yeah. so
0: there, real so. quick question
2: <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that just I thought I, I thought were just very jarring why didn't they know the sex of the baby they didn't know that it was a boy I feel like that some cool. people choose to not yeah, find they want out. Yeah, it it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we here to judge? You know, that's, okay, that's a family. All right. Okay. How about this? <laughs> they didn't have a name for their baby. They didn't think of like a list of names. Listen, Even me if you and my have wife grown- want to have
1: a uh, have a baby at some point in the near future, and we can't agree on anything. <laughs> yeah, so but at least you I'm have to be like sure a pool that's not different that things. baby's going to be born, and we'll still be fighting for months after. You know, so <laughs> yeah, sure, maybe maybe <laughs> they weren't
2: able to have. The when birth you have family reveal. names
1: like Tiberius, you know, it's probably hard to pick one. You know, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just. I just thought that was pretty funny. I never thought about them before. Why didn't they have a name picked out?
0: Because <laughs> like, she's pretty far along. See, I mean, she's giving she birth. She's pretty far yeah. See, yeah.
2: My wife and I, are when we have a baby, maybe a couple of months, maybe a year or so. But we already have a head. Let's not compare marriages, Ryan. All right, everybody has. Everybody has what you have.
0: All right, <laughs> right? settled. Yeah, you were the captain of the USS Kelvin for 12 oh, yes. minutes. So you're right. You so got right. a lot of priorities. And then he was Thor. So. <laughs> Speaking of, apparently with uh, Star Trek, um, they were going to do another movie. I think it fell through, but it was going to involve time travel. It was going to have mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's correct. correct. And I, I hope
1: Hemsworth. it comes back. As yeah, a fan same. of these movies and this uh, this group of characters, I hope that they bring it back. And they might... The snag was that Hemsworth and Pine both want money. Yeah. More money, the... Uh, Star Trek Beyond, the third one, didn't do so good, Right. so they wanted to give him a pay cut, they disagreed, and so far they pulled the plug on it. Yeah. So, But I still think there's room in our world for Star Trek. Now, Star Wars has filled that vacuum a bit, stolen it a bit, uh-huh. but I hope we get that fourth movie. But I think this is
2: why this movie appeases a lot of the Trekkies out there that are diehard fans of the original series, because this doesn't... Impede or like dissect with the current timeline. There, this is. An oh, they alternate complain universe. about it. Yeah. Oh, they, they, complain me, they complain. <laughs> they, about <them>. they complain.
1: <laughs> they complain about it. About when Vulcan it. explodes, they their heads just no. I <laughs> understand pop that. I think <laughs> nerds, nerds go. They're nuts for always that. gonna yeah. complain true about, about something. Yeah. I had to listen to that. <laughs> true, I was working with the Trekkie, and he was like, "You gotta be kidding me." <laughs> I,
2: I get you. I get you. But why they're able to forgive this movie is because it doesn't mess with the original timeline. This is a alternate universe. they they're gonna
1: point out that it was a cheap move to start this Kelvin timeline. You know. And run off on a tangent like I'm this.
0: not always a big fan as far as time travel when it's in movies because then it it's right. kinda like, oh I'll use yeah. time travel whenever you know whenever you want, but this is kind of well this is black hole time travel. Yeah. And so just Yeah, and there's jump chaos. Ahead. Right? Yeah. I like
1: the chaos in the time travel where like the first Nero ship goes through and then it's only minutes for Spock. And, but it's years yeah. for the other. Like some of that's kind of interesting. I'm okay
0: with it. I mean, I guess Again, I, have, I have some feel questions about yada, like they, that part. Well, they, yada, they the yada, 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 right?
1: a lot <laughs> of it. But, you know, <laughs> why, yeah, why don't we
3: move let's forward? Let's moving, go to the yeah, second scene moving. of the
0: movie. So, <laughs> all right, so, we have it where the USS Kelvin is being attacked, and it's being attacked by the Romulans, and you don't know too right. much about them. So, people,
1: people are bitching already because it's Romulans, not Klingons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so So, basically, all you know is the USS Kelvin gets destroyed. Chris Hemsworth yeah. has to stay on board because like we're said, you know, for the information. That's a cool looking rom- that's a cool looking
1: Romulan ship too. I like the design. It is actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. 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 It dope. reminds me of uh what's that bad uh, the Superman uh bad guy, the brainiac. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I remember a long time ago they did a quick documentary with the Nicolas Cage man of steel movie they were gonna make. Oh, yeah. Mm. And Christopher Walken was gonna be brainiac and they had these set design pieces uh-huh. and one of them was a ship and it was kinda like a skull with all these things coming out of it. This kind of looked like that. So oh, I, was, I was happy to see it on screen. Good cinematography there
0: it just reminds me of Helda from Thor Ragnarok. I don't know. You know, a little bit. Thing, yeah, she a little bit like that. shoots out yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's the only one. So, USS Kelvin's been destroyed, and along with Chris Hemsworth, because he's the one who has to pilot it to save everyone He's got to take over. Yeah.
1: Because the captain goes to... He gets captured by Yeah.
0: Niko. Captain gets hailed yep. over. gets hailed over. over yep. And that's when he meets the Romulans, and they start asking him, like, when the start date is, who yep. Spock is... And the guy is just like, where are you from? And,
1: yeah. So, yeah, well, pretty, and pretty quickly takes him out of the equation. Yeah. yeah.
0: With a sick Nero has some, Yeah, uh, yeah he's, got,
1: he's got some anger issues.
0: Oh, Nero. So,
1: so <laughs> that's Eric Bana, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that is Eric Bana. Do we, do we yeah. like his performance? I actually do. I mean, I thought it was OK. On balance, I thought it was good. We'll a couple get a little bit. Yeah. A couple of wacky moments. <laughs> but, you know, all Star Trek villains, at least certainly in the movies and, and for the most part, the uh-huh. TV show, it gets a little more serious. Maybe Next Generation. There can not be, so yeah. there is some of that built in, and I thought Banna finds a nice balance there.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, I think as far as his performance goes, his, par- it's just his fine. No, his no, partner, for, it was good, uh, but I, he, in all honesty, he doesn't say
2: a lot in the in. The you movie.
1: know why? If if in the script, the original script, he's uh, he had taken a vow of silence for like the first few scenes. There's this whole part where he gets put like in a prison camp yeah and
0: stuff like that that they mm. they kind of cut out that's a movie. deleted scene right oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah he's
1: he gets he talks more as the movie goes along that's by design yeah so,
0: hmm. so we have it where the uss kelvin's been destroyed after of course the original captain's gone and everything chris hemsworth is gone and we get to see basically james Tiberius kirk or kirk and spock as kids And so we get that scene where we have the BC boys blasting. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene. (laughs) I think it's unbelievable, yeah. I think that's in every single Star Trek episode, or they always blast the BC boys at least once, I think, in the movies. Yeah, I know in the third one, that's how they did it. Yeah, that's how
1: they did (laughs) it. that is a great... In the third movie, they kill it with that. They just kill it with that. That's intergalactic, right? That's what they use in the (laughs) movie? No, no, they use sabotage. Oh, is it sabotage? Yeah, sabotage. They continue to use sabotage. Because the
2: thing is, is that... On, uh, and I looked this up, on Intergalactic... Because the frequency
1: messes up with the ships in that movie, No,
2: but on Intergalactic, they say, I'll do a a Nick Pinch like Spock. (laughs) I'll cook you in my walk or something like that. So they mentioned Spock in it. So then (laughs) people were, like, trying to make this timeline that... So if the Beastie Boys exist in this world and they know about Spock...
1: Millennials have too (laughs) much free time. Millennials have too much free time. Please, get off Twitter, you know. Yeah, so that
2: was uh, was a whole thing. So it (laughs) is... Go join the work a sabotage course. come on.
0: Inter- <laughs> <galactic>. <laughs> So yeah, so we get to meet Kirk as a kid when he's driving down in that antique stolen, car, stolen yeah, Mustang, is, right? Yeah. That's a
1: Mustang, I'm pretty sure. And
0: they had Nokia. I, I'm glad that they're
2: doing pretty yep. well for themselves yep. in 2023 yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, or <nothing laughs> <wrong with> that. <laughs> So
1: that's he, like Iowa, right? Is it Iowa? Yeah, he's in Iowa. So yeah. good landscape, good scenery there. Yeah,
0: he's in Iowa, so he's driving down in the stolen car that's apparently like his stepdad's car. Yeah, uh, that, there's the deleted cut, scene around that too. There right? is.
1: There's an. Is that his brother in the deleted scene? I think his half brother um, but the, but the mom maybe. but it's weird because he's older so you would yeah that, that makes sense somebody yeah. says his name's george i was a little confused on who that was mm, yeah but there's a couple scenes that were cut out that show the two together uh-huh. but i like that they cut it out because it's cleaner this way yeah you just get like an aggressive introduction to young kirk yeah you know and he's oh, yeah. a little 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 troublemaker and and that shot though like you know when the
2: police come and uh-huh. stuff on their I bike i like the cop
1: the shot where he go, the car goes off the ledge yeah, bothers that, me a little bit. Yeah, that was I, in the trailer, I have too. it right it's here. It's a little cheesy. It's but...
0: crappy. It's a really <laughs> yeah, crappy shot. It's probably shot. the worst shot of the whole movie. It's <laughs> that weird. You know, there's easier He's ways weeping. to destroy a car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, now,
2: yeah. I, 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 this is something that we'll get into later, but I'm going to say that the, the CG and visual effects are great in this mm-hmm. movie, but when they combine it with some of the, the, the characters, the main characters, when they place them in front of a green screen, they look terrible and they look very obvious. So that uh-huh. looks, that shot when the kid is jumping out from the car. Obviously, that's in front of a green screen. Yeah, terrible
1: shot. Yeah, and he put it in slow motion. Specifically, so, that's my least favorite shot of this. Yeah, movie. I guess so. just the
0: whole scenario. I mean, I like him driving down, but, but I'm okay with yeah. that
1: idea. On paper, that probably sounded really cool. In execution, <laughs> it wasn't super great. But they loved it because they put it in the trailer. Yeah. So you know they were on board. They yeah, loved that scene. absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, they probably looked at the budget, like, no, we're keeping that. And, and so. the
1: cop, the cops, like, what's your name, Rugrat? And he's like, I'm James Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> I think that was a. Wasn't it's that a, a robot? It was. got a good face. Kind of looks like. Chris I thought it,
0: I wasn't sure if I, that was a It's to say. a Could be like a uniform
1: could be a uniform that's true
0: either way
2: i've listed here later why are the wheels still in this universe i mean it's an antique vehicle yeah i know but he even has i like i like like the kid's
1: jacket too that's a cool jacket (laughs) he's (laughs) wearing
2: but the the, yeah the the cop motorcycle is flying yeah and then
1: later on what is there in the deleted scene they do mention something about the car uh, but I forget what they say about uh-huh, it. Something yeah. like it's an antique. What are you doing messing with that or something? like? Yeah,
0: that. I don't know. They have hover vehicles. Why are we still using wheels? Yes. <laughs> the wheels. That's a 21st century problem. The motorcycle,
1: yeah. the, uh, Kirk's motorcycle yeah. in a few minutes doesn't fly either, right? Yeah, yeah and, yeah, and not, that, that's yeah. why I wrote got, it down. He, why are they still wheels, using wheels? wheels? Kirk is grounded <laughs> until he gets uh, into Starfleet.
0: Mm-hmm. So so we meet Kirk as a kid, and then the next scene we meet is Spock as a kid. Yeah. So we meet Spock, and they're in that kind of... Uh,
1: the, another deleted scene had Spock being born, too. Oh, I I like that they cut that out. That's also in one of the trailers, Uh him being born that they totally cut out of the movie. But I like meeting him when he's getting... The yeah, when he's a kid, yeah, Vulcans so. or whatever. I mean,
0: that's one thing I didn't even know about until I saw this movie. I guess for the second time. That he's half or, and half. Yeah, that he's half, half and half. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that either. He's half yeah. Vulcan. He's I was aware human. of that,
1: but this yeah. movie does a good job of really putting it out there. Is he so.
0: is he full of Vulcan in the he, original or no? Is he he's half and half. Oh, he's half and half. He's always still been half, half
1: As far as I know. Please, somebody tweet us and tell us we're wrong. No, I'm pretty sure he's half and half away.
2: So that scene when they're there in these little half globes. Have you ever got? Have you guys ever heard of the show Genius Junior? No. Definitely not. Right. I okay. Genius Babies. So <laughs> okay. Well, Genius Junior, it's crazy. If you haven't seen it, go check it up on YouTube. Genius it's Junior. ridiculous. Okay. They have these little kids, and they ask them these bonker questions, like math questions, like uh, word questions, trying to figure out different syllables and all. Like, it's insane. They give them only the consonants, and they're supposed to figure out this 17-letter word or whatever. Uh-huh. It's insane. And, I feel like it's child abuse. Not child abuse. No, it's
1: stressful. These kids are
2: crazy <laughs> smart. So yeah. when I saw, are these
1: American kids or international? All,
2: all, international. All, all, all of them. Then they're all competing for things like money Those or whatever. International kids are smart. And it has Neil us. Patrick Harris as the host. Oh, I like that. Definitely check it out. All right. But this uh-huh. scene when they're in their little half globes and they're answering, it's just like that. They're asking him questions and they off the top of their head as quick as they can, trying to answer these questions. And that's what that that's what Genius Junior is all about. So I think uh-huh. whoever created. Genius Junior saw this and was like, ah, in a couple of years, I'm going to make that TV yeah. show.
1: <laughs> I, I like the look of the whole thing. And it's got like a, a it's a little darker in that moment. Yeah, uh-huh. The clothes are a little darker. The lights, it's like the kids are... Uh, below ground level, which yeah, I yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. So that that's got a nice vibe. It was a nice touch.
0: I mean, even when they're getting bullied, like even when little Spock Junior. Getting <laughs> yeah. bullied and everything, he's just like, "This is your fifty seventh attempt, too." <laughs>
1: Everybody had like For a different sucks. level of eyebrow pointiness, which I thought was weird. Like, is there's no uniformity there? But I guess uh I guess that was acceptable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It is what that, it is. So yeah, yeah. yeah all the haircuts suck. Also, that little kid. <laughs> that little kid is uh, so bad.
1: <laughs> like. Jacob Hogan is his name. He he was in a movie, a horror movie called Joshua. I know you guys like your horror movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw it. It's got Sam Rockwell, and I love Sam Rockwell. Oh, check the, check that one out. That kid's really good at that. It was a couple <laughs> years after this. Oh, okay. kid who I, plays Young Spock. I think I heard of that movie. Yeah, it's right not now. bad. I it's not great, but it, yeah. it's not bad. It's watchable.
0: Okay. So, but yeah, so I like how with. Uh, I feel like if whoever's going to have to play Spock, especially with Zachary Quintus in this, you have to try the bowl cut look first. And if you don't look <laughs> yeah. ridiculous in it then you have a chance to play Spock because mm. that's the thing. It, it works for some people and it definitely doesn't. I'm work not sure for it works for anybody, but you know, yeah, of- <laughs> I mean, why the bull cut? Never mind. But it works for the three
1: stooges and maybe nobody
0: else. So he's getting bullied, or I guess Vulcan bullied. Vulcan bullied, whatever they're that is. Yeah. Like, oh, your mom's yep. A, yep. a human. Look at all your emotions. Uh, identity, you know,
1: identity <laughs> politics in Star Trek. You know? Yeah, it's just everywhere. And
2: even <laughs> even in the year twenty two sure. thirty three oh four, we're always gonna point the finger
1: at
0: they There's still
2: gonna be prejudice. <laughs> yeah, still, yeah, always.
0: They're gonna find a way. So like this guy has emotions. What a loser! So <laughs> on
1: on balance, do we are we okay with Spock in this movie having anger issues pretty much throughout the whole thing? I don't mind it. I, I mean, kind of liked it. No, I yeah, liked it. And, I, when I first saw it, I remember being unsettled by that though. I mean, he, he's Nimoy, half human.
0: He's half human, half yeah, uh, so, Vulcan, so. Well, yeah.
1: but the thing is, it's a big change for for old Trekkie fans. That was a big change for them because well, Nimoy was so balanced. Well, yeah. the
2: thing is, I I didn't know this, but. Vulcans have emotions, but actually, um, I was as I was reading more into it, they have more emotions than humans do. Uh-huh. Like, they say it in the movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, that's Ben right. Cross
1: who plays his father, yeah, Sarah so, or
2: whatever. Uh-huh.
0: He says something to that Even effect. in that yeah. scene in the cave, yep. Yep. But Spock it's, apologizes for the emotion. It's for, all like, about it's
2: the Vulcan race trying to use logic to suppress all of their emotions and stuff. Right. That's why I didn't have a big deal. With these we all bullies. know what
0: happens when
1: you suppress, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, de- yeah. decapitation <laughs> yeah, everywhere, but,
2: but this is very early. This is um and the idea of them being recruited onto the enterprise is that they're supposed to be the best of the best. That's why the enterprise is so iconic for the Starfleet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, this is early when he's first starting off and and doing all these things. So, I can understand him to have a little bit of emotions seeping out here and there, and he's not fully control over it. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: like that. I like the kid too. I thought the kid did a good job with it. Yeah, I I definitely like And I like the the green blood on his lip. I thought that was a nice (laughs)
0: touch. I definitely like with Spock how that's definitely an inner struggle for him. Yeah. Because of being half and half, being a child of two worlds. You know, and
1: something we hadn't seen yeah. before this movie, really. Yeah, we absolutely. hadn't seen that part
0: of it. So. You know, what part of can he let himself feel emotion? What part does he have to hide it or try to use logic as much as possible? I think it's definitely an interesting part of it, right there for this movie. Yeah. So we conclude of uh, you know Kirk and Spock as them as children, then we meet them as adults and. This is 25 years later from, I believe, where uh, the events had happened. So yes, yes. it's kind of hard to see Chris Pine. I'm like, that guy's not 25. Like, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, no way. Like, but, so we get to see him as adults, and we get to see where Spock is getting ready to join the science council over on Vulcan. I love this scene. Yes.
1: And to your point yeah. that you said earlier, actually, the Vulcans think that the science council is the number one spot. Yeah. Why would you waste your time with Starfleet? And I uh-huh. like that little uh, raised eyebrow, like ah, go f yourself. I'm gonna go right. to Starfleet. You know,
0: it's interesting because they mentioned originally he's going for that. It seems like he wants to do the science council. Yeah, but not until his,
1: they throw the little the punch disadvantage.
0: At him. Yep. That's yeah. what they call it. They're yep. like, despite your disadvantage, and he's like, you know, what do you mean by my disadvantage? I, I also human. like
1: that. That's a, that was a good actor. I forget who that. I've seen that guy before, but he answers the question so quickly. He's like, what disadvantage are you talking about? And immediately yeah. the guy's like, your human mom. Like, what do you think? You know, yeah. there's no emotion <laughs> there. It's just like it's clearly a disadvantage for you, right? <laughs> (laughs) And Spock wasn't having it, so
0: I I enjoyed that. I like how he pulls out of it, too. He says, you know, he's not going to do it, and basically the council's like, no Vulcan has ever turned this down. He says, well, because I'm half human your reputation is still intact. It's He's good writing. Go join Starfleet. Yeah, it's good Live writing. long and prosper, yes. and then he dips out. You know, <laughs> a little great. raised
1: eyebrow at the end. It really, I
0: it. It really shows.
1: I didn't uh, like the sweater he was wearing there, though. Does anybody else care about the clothes? that <laughs> a weird, that too. Yeah. weird yeah. sweater, it's right? weird,
2: yeah. But it, it shows his wittiness, it's like, yeah. you know, very intelligent. He's Once capable. again, this
1: is not your dad's Star Trek. This is a new vibe. <laughs> this is this is different. There's going to be some conflict. Here. No, no,
2: and, and I do like the portrayal of Spock in this movie. I don't know. There's some things
0: that, I wish they kind of left on the table, but we'll get to them as we continue. Yeah, so we conclude with that where Spock has turned down the Science Council. He's going to go do Starfleet. And then I believe it's a title card three years later. We have it where we have Kirk, who's in the bar. Yeah, and her back I in Iowa. The back It's my in favorite Iowa.
1: sequence of the movie. It's yeah. really it's good. It's just really. It's really catching. I
2: I agree. I really like the converse- the this conversation. This guy's great. Yeah, yeah. No, he's great. Yeah. But the, the conversation that um her and what's her name? I love Zoe Saldana. Yeah, so Yeah, Ohora or Iota Ohora as they're having Me-Oda, their conversation Me-Oda. and they're having it in between, like with this guy in between. Yeah, and
1: it's just it's just the. People they picked to be these other like uh, Starfleet uh, cadets or whatever. Oh, no,
2: but he wasn't, he was just the bar patron. He, he lived, was the yeah. Oh, no, the weird alien guy. He's just in the middle, No, but yeah. it, it added a little more to the comic relief of
1: He's the He's there. just sitting there, yeah. Kind no, of, like, it's huffing, like, great. how long is this going to go and, on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
2: I've been in that situation when you're like, oh man, this dude's the trying to hit a this girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy,
1: come on,
0: just leave, dog. You know what? It's relatable
1: and it really tells you who Kirk is in this moment. Yeah, like, yeah. And it tells you a lot about Ohura, too. We oh, had yeah. not seen. You know? I like how
0: he's trying to find out her first name. Trying, yeah, yeah and great. it takes him three years. It takes him forever.
1: She <laughs> uh, is it Spock that says it. That was the first yeah. time they had ever said it out loud in any form in yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. It was yeah. Spock who says it later yeah. on. Yeah. So
0: we have it where they're in the they're in the barn, and yeah. eventually, you know, he's he's trying to spit game over Ahura, and it's yeah. not going anywhere. And that's one of the other Starfleet boys Correct. come into town. The guy's
1: got a great and, face. Looks yeah. like a d bag. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, you know that's the thing with Kirk in this—he gets his ass kicked a, a ton. Lot and I in like this it. Movie. I like it. It
1: reminds like, me of like when when Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible movie started like losing fights, uh-huh. I started to like it more. <laughs> this is the same thing. Like Kirk is not a great fighter. Well, I mean, he fights Indiana and loses. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. I was thinking of Steven Seagal in all of his movies. He doesn't get beat up. I want to see him beat up. I don't know. Man. You know what? I'll say
1: this. <laughs> uh, it, it is a it is a more of a skill to know how to take a punch than to throw one. Uh-huh. The skill is to know how to take it and absorb it yeah, yeah. and kirk has, has clearly mastered that this yeah. guy from the
0: military man gets, yeah i'm telling you he gets his ass kicked a lot
1: because if you if this. you don't know how to take one and you get one and you're off balance it's over already anyway also so. uh,
2: are we just gonna glaze over the fact that he admits having sex with animals oh yeah he does uh, yeah,
3: yeah we're gonna not gloss over
0: animal, so. at
1: least he doesn't chop the, the heads off of pigeons or whatever, <laughs> yeah, that's <so>. true
0: <laughs> take what you can get so we have that scene where he gets in the bar fight and he just gets his ass handed Let to me him ask you this, do it you is think, a bunch of guys. So. so
1: the guy throws the punch pretty quick. Uh-huh. I mean it's not really Kirk's fault. I I mean if I'm if I'm even if I'm being a jerk, I don't think somebody throws throws the right hook that quick. Yeah, the guy punches him pretty fast. He touches
0: his shoulder, and then the yeah, all of big a deal. He just yeah, that's it. Him, so. I
1: touch the shoulder. It's a little <laughs> so, aggressive. So it's Kirk, on the other guy.
0: Yeah. So as Kirk is getting, you know, landed his blows, and he's on the table, that's when we meet Captain Pike,
1: Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable, Bruce Greenwood.
0: So that's when we meet Captain Pike. He has all the Starfleet basically come out. Looks, you know, looks the, the
1: part. The salt, salt and pepper uh, sideburns. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. He looks good. Looks fatherly. Yeah. Kind of looks like uh, like a like a Kirk almost. Yeah. He has that much. same vibe a
0: little bit. Yeah. Pretty much. So, I mean, we get that Captain Pike scene and I like how when he has his Starfleet go out there and he looks at, he looks at Kirk and Pike just looks at him, does a, kind of a double take. And that's when you cut to that next scene and he has, you know, the kind of stuff in his nose. Yeah. 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 And he's yeah. like, I know who you are.
1: Why are you talking to me, man? Yeah. Why are you talking to me?
0: Man? And I like that they study his father in the Starfleet Academy. Mm, that yeah. they study, they study what you yeah. know Kirk's father did and it, how he in, was only In, in a weird way, the, and... the,
1: later on in the movie, you see the Kobayashi Maru or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Kirk's father is kind of in that basic
0: position, you know? Right. Yeah. So, a I, no-win scenario, yeah. as they call yeah. it. So, But yeah, I definitely like how captain pike here he you knows exactly who he is he talks yep. about his test score he's the only genius level. he
1: knows big. exactly yeah. what to say to kirk to rub him the right way to yeah. get him to join starfleet <laughs> and yeah, that's so. pretty that comes across very clear again good writing he's like your dad was the captain of a starship for 12 minutes uh he saved 800 people i yeah. dare you to do better and then basically gets up drops the mic walks out yeah so it's perfect you know
2: yeah yeah, it gets him so bad that he doesn't even change his clothes the next and, day. He just goes.
1: I think it's a it's a, the genius of this movie is the casting. If you buy the cast, mm. if you're having a good time with the cast, that's. 80% of it, really. I mean... And Chris Pine with the eyes, the reactions he mm. makes, you know, he, they just nailed it. They I mean, just nailed it.
0: Like I said, we're, none of us are Trekkies, but I would say all the casting in this is pretty just, much... its oh fine. yeah, I, no, it's I can't... Spot on, on. I agree. Yeah. I really yeah. like it also. We'll talk yeah. about
1: some of the almost ones at the end, I'm sure, but, I mean, uh-huh. spot on. Maybe yeah. one of the best casting jobs ever. Ever in movies, <laughs> right. or at
0: least in recent. Films. I mean, even filming this, it was all top secret. So if yep. you were acting this movie, you only got scenes that you were in. Yeah, and I didn't it. realize that. Really? Yeah. research. They really
1: were like you. You read the script. Secret. You go in this room. There's a bodyguard with you. Yeah, and then that you was have the thing to... I read too. I was yeah, like, for Star Trek, that seems weird, but at <laughs> yeah. the time, this was a big deal. You know, wow. so I mean, that's crazy. If
0: that script gets like you know leaked or anything like that, you're going to have fans who we... read it or without even seeing it, and they're going to hate it. Already. Yeah, we yeah, forget a yeah. little bit
1: now, but Abrams came from Lost an alias these big cliffhanger shows and these weird (laughs) secret shows with Uh these weird twists so he came from that basic starting point that premise almost like M. Night Shyamalan I mean you guys covered those movies he has that same thing where I don't Mm. want anybody to know what's going on here yeah
0: Mm. so I mean I think it definitely worked out for his better I mean like I don't think I've ever met really a diehard Trekkie who You know, I mean, who gave their opinion about this movie? But I mean, I would say it pleased a lot of people. Yeah, and it got two movies. Yeah, it got two more movies. movies, Listen, this
1: is uh, the highest rated Star Trek on Rotten Tomatoes out of all of them. Yeah, I think Raphacon was second, or I'm pretty. Yeah, maybe it was
0: Into Darkness, or maybe Into Darkness
1: was a little better. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: think Into Dark That one's technically, I think, critic-wise, the lowest out of the three that have come Mm. out. So, but yeah, so we have it where we cut to that next scene and. Kirk is going to go join Starfleet. So yeah, they have that the cool
1: shot kids. with the motorcycle driving. Yeah, yeah the, motor- I the like motorcycle looks dope, too. Stuff. Yeah, cool. I wanted that. He, he one. gives it to <laughs> that guy, too. He's like, <laughs> Here, I take it. it it's yours. <laughs> yours. And again, I'll vouch for that. When I joined the military, I had a beautiful 86 Mercury Cougar, and I gave it to somebody when I left. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> the same way, too?
1: You just toss the keys to the dude? Exactly the same way. Same guy. Uh,
0: guy. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's just in the right spot At the right time Yeah everybody. man so. He's got a full garage <laughs> So we have it where Kirk is Getting ready He's joining up He goes into the You know the little shuttle yeah. And then we get to meet Bones hey, By Carl, Carl yeah. Urban yep. so, Oh yeah So Bones is coming in there and... and I think he did a great job man Oh, oh yeah, this yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, the, He is spot on
1: He is probably the closest To an homage Of the original Deforest Kelley Kelly passed away In I think 99 That's a beloved character uh-huh. And I think Carl Urban Does an impression it feels a little bit impressiony to me for throughout the movie, but there's enough of him in it. He looks just different enough, yeah, and the things he says are just different enough that he it's it's okay with me.
2: But this goes
1: into one of the things
2: that um, and I, I mentioned this to Nick earlier was that they they have these things that they have to show throw out there for fan service or like you know just to <laughs> call the masses it's like mm-hmm. we got to have him say damn it jim or something yes. we have to have <laughs> these... well, it takes
1: a minute it takes yeah. a
2: minute before he gets but there, we least. have to have all these different fan service things all these yes. different homages but you know what to i want him to
1: say that if you <laughs> want to go through this movie where he doesn't say damn it jim i mean we need that at some point yeah I mean... you gotta have it
0: Coming from. I'm a doctor, not Yeah, not a. Yeah, know, not a <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> I mean, me coming from only like watching Enterprise, some of Deep Space Nine, and this movie, you know, I didn't get a whole lot of bones or, you know, any yeah, yeah. cast. So a lot of it was kind of brand new to me. Where it was like it just know it flew over my head. Yeah, With yeah. The Easter yeah. eggs in there, but, it flew but it's still over my fun. Head, like so. you can
1: still, even if you didn't know any of that, you feel the chemistry between the two yeah, actors. Absolutely. Yeah, and, no, and I, agree, I agree. The chemistry between Kirk and Bones is so crucial, and the chemistry between Bones and Spock is so crucial. Yeah, yeah. And they get it right. I mean, yeah. imagine how difficult that must have been. You know, so yeah. Yeah, as the movie goes on, the the what does he say? That pointy green eared. Oh yeah, that pointy green eared. Like I mean, that stuff is yeah. like, man, it's great. I couldn't yeah, help but smile. That green blooded. Yeah, green blooded. Goblin. That's great, man. It's
0: good writing. <laughs> so after he joins up and he meets Bones, we cut to it where, and this is space, I guess a space card. is yeah.
1: darkness, wrapped in fear, wrapped in whatever. Another yeah. good writing. That, some good yeah, writing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't always like Kurtzman and Orsi. They wrote uh, a couple crappy Transformer movies, the crappy Mummy movie, but they've done a lot with Abrams, and they've they have their fair share of good mm-hmm. stuff too. So
0: there you go. Yeah. So we have it where they're still at the academy. We have Bones. We have Kirk. They're at the academy. And we have the Kobe, the
1: Kobayashi Kobe Maru. Maru. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And, and Trekkie guys got
1: real upset about this, too, because I knew a couple of them that, that bitched about this particular <laughs> Yeah, because particular it's an actual take. test. Inside, it's, an actual, yeah. it's been mentioned before in Canon, so, on t- the TV show, and a couple of the movies. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know anything about that, it. So. All, all we really knew about it prior to the movie was that Kirk cheated. Okay, so yeah. I don't even know if it was Canon that Spock designed the Kobayashi Maru, although I don't maybe know. somebody will, I just know will that tweet us and tell there's us. There's a whole bunch of hot dogs that you're supposed to eat. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. there's <laughs> yep. a copy on. Trying
2: not to throw up. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so somebody Kirk... cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Kirk cheats at the test and so yeah. And and again, if you
1: watch the deleted scenes, there was a more mm-hmm. uh complex way on how he does that with the green alien. Yeah. But they cut that out right from Oh, you so mean Hulk? Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> hey, she was hot. I was in yeah. with that.
0: I mean, in the deleted scene, she's the one who, she uploads it. To, yes, uh, yeah, uploads she's one it who uploads through an email. Like, involuntarily yeah. uploads the virus. Yeah, so yeah. he kind of uses her to upload it and to win, <laughs> to basically beat yeah. this test. And
1: there's a later deleted scene where he apologizes to a green alien lady, but it turns out it's not the same one, <laughs> which I thought they should have <laughs> left in, but they couldn't because they cut the other part out. So. I mean, I can see
0: for timing issues why you That would have been a great scene, <laughs> I,
2: I'm pretty certain in today's PC culture, they're going to, like, Ripped that apart. What it's it, like, what? Do it, all green people look the same. <laughs> One of the things
1: that broke my heart in this movie so much—the first time I saw it—and I vividly remember this was that Uhura is basically with Spock, and it's hard for me to imagine, like, given the history of Star Trek, Kirk macking on Uhura and not being able to seal the deal on that. She ends up with Spock. I had a really hard time with that. Well, we'll watching it now, I'm much more. I accept it, and I feel like uh-huh. they made the right choice there. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> when <laughs> we get
2: so. to that part, I'm going to share my opinion
0: on that. But I think it
1: works. I think it works because uh, it it's weird. Uh, it, we'll talk about it. relationships are complicated. <laughs> it feels right.
0: <laughs> so after we have it, where Kirk beats the test basically, yeah, um, and he's eating by cheating. Apple. Yeah, yeah, by in cheating. In essence, and... although
1: his it's semantics really because Kirk doesn't think he, he cheated. Yeah, what he's saying is the you test, can't test have itself is a
0: cheat. Exactly. But
1: and I like that argument. Because it defines those two characters. It shows a dichotomy between the logic of both of
2: them. It's funny because there was an interview with J.J. Abrams. Like, it, I'm, it, this is not verbatim. I'm basically boiling it down to. But when he's taking a test, he takes a bite of that apple. I love it. Yeah. That was genius. J.J. <laughs> Abrams was like... You got to
1: build in that cockiness. No, you got to see
2: it. But in one of, one of... He was like saying, the reason why I had him eating an apple during that moment was like in film school... They said eating an apple makes you appear arrogant, so that's yeah. why I put it in. It works.
1: You ever see Goodwill hunting? How you like those apples? Like I mean, it's them. genius.
0: Come on. <laughs> so. We're at the board, and that's when we get to see Tyler Perry. And uh, Yeah, I weird, I mean, right? Yeah, it's I, a, really, I,
1: I did not remember that Tyler Perry was in this. Man, so as soon he was... as he showed up, I was taken out of the moment. I'm like, what's Medea he, what's, what's yeah, doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's up with that? I'm not a big I thought kind of Medea was in, in jail. What's she doing over so, here? No, so, nah, me neither. Yeah. It's, it's an acquired taste. He, he once took a shot at the Alex Cross part. Oh, my God. It was a rough ride, right? Rough ride. I've only
0: seen pieces of it. His best
1: performance, even though I don't like that movie as a whole, was Gone Girl, the Fincher movie, where he's the lawyer. Here. That's oh, his okay. best ever on screen, I think. Oh, he's not bad in this, though. To give him some credit, he's fine. I mean, it's just I weird that it's this, him because it takes yeah. you out of
0: it, but he's fine. Yeah, it is weird that he's in this. It, was, it, it, it threw as I me it, I'm out like, for oh a second. God. Yeah. <laughs> I had totally forgotten about it. Yeah, I know when I saw him in
1: the credits as a role, I was like, is that the Tyler right. Perry? Can't what? be the Tyler. <laughs>
0: <Perry>. <laughs> oh, it's him. Medea, yeah. So she, med-
1: she's an admiral at Starfleet.
0: So as they're doing pretty much like this whole, I guess you could say council or type of uh, meeting. It's like a review. Yeah, it's like, like a, a yeah, determining yeah. a board that's did you cheat, I did you not? What's the yeah. punishment going to be? Yeah. So we get some sort of interruption that yeah, this is a certain is being yeah. attacked, and so.
1: As a novice screenwriter, I found this part to be like, roll the eyes. Like, why would you send your three-year cadets up into space? Yeah. You know, in an emergency that you don't know anything about, basically. Right, yeah. So it was kind so, of a yada, yada, yada. But again, because I'm having so much fun, I, I, we let that slide. You let it slide. Yeah. You let it go. But
2: so. I, I, again, and this, this whole segment is just, what is that? One building onto the other, into the other. It's just like hand-holding, like, of course. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's the biggest thing. There's so many coincidences in this freaking movie. There are, yeah. Uh-huh. And I
1: did write that down, uh, and I and I agree with you. There's too many, like especially when we get to the Spock like, stuff. Yeah. Oh, of old course Spock
2: stuff. I haven't seen this right. girl in three years. Yeah, oh, she's the roommate of the girl that I'm dating. That's yeah. going to help me cheat. Tea. But yeah, while we're cheating, she gets this. Uh, what is this? Um, oh, the transmission. transmission. She gets yeah. the transmission, and, and then she
1: there, happens to say there it. are deleted scenes that tie into that too. Because again, the beginning with Nero in prison, there's Klingons involved. Mm-hmm. There is a little backstory there they cut out and i think on balance when you look at the the kinetic nature the energy of the movie they did the right thing because it mm-hmm. still ended up being over two hours so they just wanted to keep that energy going yeah i so, just but it does feel weird I, I get it it's like, a fair criticism watching the movie though it's just it's so we, convenient we glossed over something else that i wanted to bring up when kirk goes uh, across the iowa fields right before he gets in the academy before he meets bones i love that shot of the ship It was in the trailer, too. Mm -hmm. It's basically the Enterprise being finished off uh, in the shipyard in Iowa. Iowa. That's a great shot. I mean, we hadn't seen before these movies. You didn't see the use of the Enterprise as a character as much Mm -hmm. or they do things with a ship that you had never seen before. Certainly, the Enterprise was a character on the TV show and the movies before. But in this one, I mean, they really push it. And when we get to the sequels uh-huh. even more, you know. So Oh yeah, uh, I absolutely. just love those shots of that.
0: Absolutely right there. So And, I mean, and,
1: and good use of camera flares on that. Side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're not all gems, but that was I like those.
0: <laughs> so we have it where Kirk is on academic suspension because he doesn't get called to yes. so be get put onto a specific ship. And then that's where Bones kind of intervenes because he doesn't like him looking all sad off to the side. Which I love. First he (laughs) says, see
1: you later, Kirk. And then he comes back and this is like, we're friends now, you know? And I like that. That's a building of their relationship. I enjoyed it.
0: I definitely like like how he infects him. He gives him him a vaccine (laughs) that basically... Allows some loophole because he's attending physician. He can bring Kirk onto the ship, basically. Some mm-hmm. some
1: great comic relief there. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh
0: yeah, definitely really good comic yeah. relief because Kirk's losing like vision in his left eye. Yeah, just
1: like, yeah, it's fine. Your tongue's gonna get really swollen. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Let's keep moving. Keep yeah. moving.
2: Keep moving. But it's like it's weird though that it's so tense during this moment that they had. I don't know. Like I get it. I get it. To kind of you're building. Well, actually, you're building I don't. Tension. I don't. don't no, yeah. I don't get it. They're building tension, and then they soften it with this comedic scenes that's going on. I just
1: think it's Abrams. I think it's part of of the deal. I don't mind it because it is funny. It's fun (laughs) fun stress. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You haven't seen The Force Awakens. Watch that and get back to us on that. I mean, I'm, it's just part of the deal, you know. It's what it's what they're people have such short attention spans. Abram is building that into the package. I think. So I don't know. Keep it's, it moving. Keep it it's just, moving. in one of those Joke situations. stress. Joke stress. Joke stress.
2: It's just one of those situations though that, like, I wouldn't give him the time of day if he's like prattling off with his tongue like uh, swelling and unable to talk and trying to to convey this i thought it was funny (laughs) no and i get that it it was funny but it's just this strange build up to a comedic release and then the the weirdness
1: for me is that they go a a few scenes down the line we go into utter chaos again Mm -hmm. that's the those hard turns It is a tough sell, but I think as a a movie theater experience movie, it works. You know, people don't dwell on it long enough to really complain too much. By the time you actually process it, he's on to the next crazy thing. So you just keep moving.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as the flow goes, I don't mind the comedic relief between, you know, Kirk being infected with that vaccine, you know, all those things, because it does kind of move it along. It forces Bones to, you know, sneak him on onto the, basically the... Um, that's
1: how he gets him on. Yeah, that's him how on he gets him ship. on the Enterprise. He, no and, way Kirk's on the Enterprise yeah, without that. and I don't so.
0: mind because, you know, the only way for him to get... That's the only way for him to get on the ship is to get snuck on because we have to show that this part of Kirk's kind of character development is he cheats on the test because he does not believe in no-win situations. Yeah, yeah. And that's what puts him into that. It develops his character of, I don't believe in no-win situations, regardless of where his, you know, heritage is with his father and everything. So he gets suspended and he has to get on that ship somehow. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a plot device of let's, you know, infect him with this. Let's throw a little humor into it. But afterwards, and this is kind of the part It's not where... super
1: explicit that he wants to get on the Enterprise, I don't think. It's just that Bones look, looks at him, <laughs> him basically and, and sees like, oh, he's not going to be part of this and he needs to be part of the
0: action. I'm going to take him with us. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the next part that kind of bugs me a little bit is when Kirk's kind of laying down in the medical bay. And he wakes (laughs) up from the because he hears an intercom about lightning.
1: It's a weird edit, and it's
0: kind of like he's like, Remember, he's a baby being
1: born at this. I had a hard time with this too. But if he had been told over and over again, and that is your father, and clearly. Who he is is a reflection on his father dying during yeah. birth, his birth, essentially. All the things so, that you know,
2: I sort of get it. All the things I just said, like five min five seconds ago, I'm talking about now. Yeah, when yeah. he, when like, there's all this stress going on. He figures out what's going on, uh-huh. and then he tries to find Aurora. But he is super
1: smart. I mean, we have to buy that premise. No, 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 no. But he but, is genius level. But he's also a. When his tongue is when he's
2: trying to explain everything Uh to uh, Aurora, right? Right. Like, why is that necessary at that moment? They got the comic relief in the beginning
1: when because he's not going to be able to convince the captain when he gets to the bridge without Ohura backing him up, and and that is cashed out when Spock is like, "I agree with Ohura, She knows what she's talking about. Exactly,
2: but why do they add that comedic relief of like? him having a, a swell tongue
1: it's He's funny. And it gives Bones more to do. He's like, oh, you have an allergic reaction to the virus I just gave you? Give me some cortisone. <laughs> yeah. Plug it in him and just keep it moving, you know? Yeah, no, so. I,
2: I I just felt that there were things in the movie that, yeah, they're great. It, it's it's funny. and But I don't feel that they're very necessary. Later on in one of the scenes when they transport, um, uh, what is that? Uh, Spock and... No, it's not Spock. It's Kirk back onto the ship. Kirk and Sula? Yeah. The, no, yeah. Kirk and uh, Scotty. Scotty. Oh, yeah.
1: Kirk and Scotty. And then way Scotty way the road, is yeah.
2: inside one of the tubes. That wasn't necessary. I agree. But I we'll we'll, like we'll go, we'll yeah. go yeah. into that yeah. when yeah. we get to if it. If the
1: kid jumping from the Mustang was rough, the Scotty in the tube was also yeah. weird. There's just so.
2: certain things that I feel that weren't necessary in the movie. I get why they put them in. Uh-huh. But
0: at the same time, it didn't need to be in there. I think what to... it is, is you have the comic relief. And the comic relief, there's nothing fine with it. It's just that there's kind of holes in the comic relief, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like there's time for comic relief and there's time for building that suspense. And I think what they do is they kind of... They kind of exceed it where they intersect, but they both intersect at the same time. They continue to run. you know, I, I agree with pass, that, but you you so. never have enough room to really dwell on it. And I'll say uh-huh.
1: this, if they didn't nail the casting, that's much worse. All that goes way, way worse. Yeah. Because yeah. you like these guys, that's it true. works out a lot better. Yeah,
0: the fact that, so. you know, they have such good chemistry together and when they're acting together too as well, you know. Yeah, I find it believable. You, yeah. over, you overlook that yeah. kind of stuff because, you know. Here's, you know, Bones injecting me with random crap again, and here's Kirk, you know, being Kirk. And And, and I get it. I get
2: it. This is the reviewer eye compared to just the general viewer.
1: And let's remember, you're looking at it from a standpoint of uh, you don't have the years and years of Star, uh, Star Trek canon in the back of your brain a lot of people uh this is a slow this was like uh, I think they describe it in one of these documentaries on this movie star trek is classical music and star wars is rock and roll mm-hmm. and jj abrams is trying to bring some rock and roll into the classical scene you know right. and and this is new for everybody that these guys are moving this fast there's this much stress there's this much energy there's this amount of jokes it's just moving and moving and moving for people who their last star trek movie was like nemesis or first contact or whatever I this all is about this is crazy
0: new, you know? Yeah.
1: So it's it's pretty shocking. It was yeah. shocking to me. And again, I'm not a Trekkie guy. And I was <laughs> right. like, "Well, they're going this way. Okay.
0: You know, you're absolutely right because there is a lot of lore and there is a lot of information that you have to just condense yes. down. Yeah, yeah. Or just movie. cast aside entirely and be like, we're not going to cover that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you have a protest happening on your hands or... You know, <laughs> and I think uh, Abrams things.
1: again. Yeah. Like we talked about those Klingons that were almost in this movie, you would have the Spider-Man three problem again. You too much stuff going on. Yeah, we don't have to issues. give them everything that they want. Yeah, and, and to your to your point, we can't do all the fan service in one movie. You know, let's not. <laughs> yeah. like we can give you some. We have to give you some. That's part of the IP thing, but. We're not going to give you everything you want. So he did have some restraint, so you got to give him some credit.
2: Yeah, yeah, but they still, they, they took, it's like low hanging fruit. 721 <laughs> lens
0: flares. He had to shake that camera 721 times. Get a yeah. flashlight, point it
1: at the camera. I don't know. It's going to be great.
0: <laughs> but oh, keep it going, Tyler. So... You got it. My thing is, because we have the lightning in the space, right? Is lightning in space not a common thing? Because he immediately wakes up from that bay, you know, before he goes into that conversation. Who, who's the aura. guy in
1: Dragon Questicles that's a physicist? That's a question for him. Oh, Alex? Yeah, Alex? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's get
0: Alex on that. I'll ask him <laughs> next time. I mean, I understand what Kirk probably weird. read the report on, you know, the day that, of his birth, what yeah. happened and everything. But he immediately kind of ties, and that's one of the coincidence things you're talking about. Yeah. He immediately ties them both together. It's just too convenient, and man. I can see how you just overlook it. You need to move the story ahead. Head. You need to connect everything but, together. But I think it's impossible. important. I
1: think it works. It's just that we don't get enough backstory of uh, him getting stories about his father and yeah. how his father yeah. died. I can see that Because maybe too. Kirk's a believer in like a conspiracy theory and other people don't believe that that's exactly what happened. Right. Because mm. the so, ship
0: is never seen from again. And, and, right. And, exactly. So yeah. no one
1: really knows what happened. Yeah. Maybe. That's
0: true. Because so they only touch he, about it. With, and you uh, can see it in his fight. face.
1: He fights to, to get his point across that you're going to fall into a trap. Yeah. And basically that's why you get that energy, that rush, and get a horror to back him up on it. I yeah. think it yeah works for the most part you know it's a little quick but it works
0: you know I can see it working I can see just for you know for being the first Star Trek movie to ever really appeal to everyone yeah. you know I mean at least majority of probably is Trekkie audiences and you know just your regular viewer
3: mm.
0: you know I think you can overlook some stuff I guess <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah so we have it where the Romulans and the Enterprise kind of goes out of warp speed it slows down yeah. so it's behind everybody else yeah. you now and when it comes back the of warp. they see the yeah. aftermath. So yeah. of all, which is great. Yeah. Some,
1: again, so that's for 2009. You're talking about CGI where it dips down below uh-huh. parts of the broken ships and stuff. I thought some of that
0: stuff was great. Yeah, the visual effects so, are. Like oh you yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah they're they're a lot of, a lot of camera fit. flares there again, but you know it looks great. Because this, I mean, I just realized this movie's 10 years old, and even just watching there, it, there's, like, there's right that part speed,
1: where yeah. the uh, the it, it clips one of the uh, thrusters or whatever on the Enterprise. I thought that was pretty cool. Not perfect CGI, but it was cool looking. You know, right.
2: So then this was another one of those things that. I, I feel that J.J. Abram has to like in order for him to build up these scenes there needs to be something he has to guide his way into uh-huh. it. like with Sulu this, like him being that. yeah him being part. nervous he, he messes and, up and messes i think it's up. great like I, I again it's i i, I, I appreciate you, yeah. you you <laughs> you yeah. are a pilot right no but i appreciate them putting that into the movie and it builds it, into them it also
1: points out that they're young these aren't these aren't seasoned mm-hmm. sulu this is young sulu i get that i get that so you got to have some of that
2: yeah yeah but i am just saying that to my point is that it, yes, it kind of pulls them back so that they don't jump with all the other ships and they don't go into the carnage that occurs, but in all honesty they could have had something else they could have even not even have the scene and then they just
1: warp right after everyone mm-hmm. else and then that's what they come into could have but i think the character development that happens in those moments is is valuable enough no I you know and i yeah. like that bruce greenwood again pike such a cool customer uh-huh. uh in and out of the moments you know when when sulu messes up and then immediately evasive maneuvers very cool about it all mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like the choice they experience made experience captain character. versus exactly. you yeah. know brand pilot so
2: but it's it's like now when I'm looking at it from outside it's it's these scenes of that comic relief that build
1: their characters. Yeah, yes. it's so but important. I, 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 uh, it's a prequel at heart, and you got to have that. I yeah, mean, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch, go watch Solo, and, and that's the wrong way to do it, basically, with a lot of forced humor that doesn't really work. This is, yeah, it feels forced at times, but these guys are so likable, it's hard to really it criticize works. them. It works. I think yeah, at the end of the
0: day... Yeah, bottom line, it works. It works. It yeah. probably could have been done better, but yeah. I think with this movie in general, and even I feel like just doing like the new Star Wars movies, it's like... And to bring up Doctor Strange, yep. apparently the best Marvel movie ever made. I got a hard you know, time
1: with uh, ben- Benedict's a- accent. Doctor Strange. It's
0: a very yeah. average American yeah, accent. Yeah, what is that? So. He's supposed to be from Brooklyn or something,
1: I thought. I not so, totally get that. I hey, kinda, he's <laughs> trying his hardest. Okay. <laughs> I know he is. It's, uh, he didn't ha- they could have cast somebody else. By the way, Robert Downey Jr. would have made a great Doctor Strange, I think.
2: He, I can't was, he can't both be Iron know, Man. He's every Strange. character in them Fan service,
0: so. man. The fans want it. <laughs> so with this movie, and even kind of just Star Wars, like with the reboot, or not the reboot but the continuation it feels like with dr strange when they cast uh, i can't remember her name but as the rachel mcadams one. uh no with the ancient one oh it's, Tilda like, Tilda yeah. yeah so Swinton. Yeah, so their whole thing their whole thing She's with casting her, i liked it their, their whole thing with casting her it was a no win situation because yeah. you had this ancient one if you cast someone who's you know from asia asian whatever it is you're racist because you're casting so- an asian person to be the ancient one if, no matter who you cast, it's going to go no way. You know, <laughs> if you're you're trying to break tap, typecasting, whatever the, it is. You know, the
1: media will people always People are going to be happy yeah. and some people are going to yeah. be unhappy with And Twitter it, so. and like, you know, I remember <laughs> a long time ago uh, I'm not a super expert with uh, modern media and I remember when I thought the game had changed. I went to a Redbox when they were really popular and I rented a movie and it was like Up or something a Disney movie and I scrolled on the comments of the movie expecting to see like what people thought of the movie and it was just like fucking this that like all this crazy like racist like i was like whoa hillary clinton pizza places and like all this weird like i'm like i just want to know if up is a good movie like when did this what happened here you know i remember uh, aol internet messenger all, things got dark man <laughs> Go, going into it I, I i will say this though like
2: <laughs> mentioning asians and stuff like that for the audience out there, I'm Asian, so whatever I say right now is Sulu. totally cool. Oh yeah, Actually, John, I'm not John Asian Cho, by the way. So, by no, I'm so not John Mexican. Cho, <laughs> there was some backlash. John
1: Cho's Korean. Whereas yeah. uh, George Sakai is Japanese, I want to say. I'm I think about, he's, yeah, he's Japanese because he wrote a book about yeah. his family in an internment camp.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so there was some backlash to that.
1: That <laughs> was some. There was some heat there. There's some backlash. And George to that. Sakai had to say, "I like John Cho" to basically get the the naysayers to back off. Yeah.
2: I, I, and okay, it's that stuff that is causing what is that Hollywood and all of these um media outlets to not cast Asian people. That's. That's,
1: there's well, not that's changing, man. Crazy
2: Rich Asians no, uh, is killing it. How many years has this been? Like, you know, You yeah. know,
1: progress is a slow
2: march. Yeah, you know, and, so. but the thing is, like, the, the minority that's underrepresented in today's media is Asian people, I feel. And, you know, I'm not going to yeah, go I on. there's some truth to that. Actually. I'm not going to sure. go on to my, like, soapbox or anything. Don't rant. Or rant but <laughs> I, I,
1: We're only in, like, scene 20. We got a long way to go. <laughs> I wrote here,
2: there's a lot of Asians in the, on the Enterprise. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there are you a lot what? of You know what? I think
1: there. women, there's Pretty short skirts on the Enterprise. Anybody complaining about that like, Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs>
2: but the, the funny thing is there's only one episode of Star Trek where Sulu has a sword and then they went full tilt into it. They're like, oh, why don't we give him fencing? why don't we have him carry this sword ass. I, thought he, I thought it was
1: great but the thing is I, like he does okay. that spin kick thing first of, all, cool.
2: first of all first of all what is it Captain Pike asks does anyone have high combat training and Sulu like they know what's going to happen uh-huh. Sulu just basically volunteers to die yep. like yeah. you know the likelihood of you coming out of this is pretty low and you're volunteering and, and, yourself on that same that,
1: note I thought it was weird that he picked Kirk because it's the same logic there like you're, you don't I thought you would like Kirk you're going to bring him yeah. on, a death, yeah. on a death mission exactly and then also, but maybe he just has like super high confidence.
2: Why is fencing offered as a high level? <laughs> but it's not just fencing
1: because he does. He says fencing. He's, he's, yeah, no. he says. He says fen- But that's part of the joke. He he's says like, it to Kirk and he lies. He's messing when he says with it. Kirk a little bit about it. I think. <laughs> yes, no. So, and, and, I think it's uh, it, it's calculated the way he says it.
2: <laughs> but it, it, it's again, it's it's another one that the, it's funny. It's don't get me wrong. It's uh, funny. Listen, and I would argue. I start, like it. The,
1: the history of Star Trek has. Uh, there's an openness to all. You know. Uh, minorities, whatever you want to say, people being cast, that uh, Star Trek has been uh, ahead of the curve on all of this for years and years and years. Look at mm-hmm. Michelle Nichols as the original Ahura George Takai uh, as Sulu. This is 68, I think, 66 Mm -hmm. even. I'm not totally sure on the year marks. Uh, So, you know, this is the wrong one to complain about, you know, this particular franchise.
2: I'm just saying, though, like I for the audience, I hope I don't come off as a nitpicker or someone that doesn't like the movie. I do like the movie. I like the scenes with the comedy and stuff like that. But these are things that I feel that, yes, they add to the story. But negligible in it's my worth sense. mentioning I agree
1: listen I, you guys brought up Ghostbusters a couple podcasts ago I didn't not like the the reboot or reimagining of Ghostbusters because it was all women. I love all those women actresses Kate McKinnon. Uh, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones; these are people I really like. Most McCarthy, but the script was bad. It doesn't uh-huh. have anything really to do with their female Ghostbusters. They didn't hash out a good script and a good story. That's I mean, my
0: problem. I guess my whole thing, what I was trying to get across with like the um, agents, yeah, with agents. There you go. With uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Doctor Strange? You know, the oh, okay. whole the whole thing is with redoing these movies or adding on to them, whether it's Ghostbusters, Star Wars, Star Trek. You're gonna be in a no-win situation, just like how you cast whether a white person, a black person, whoever you want to cast for the Ancient One in Doctor Strange, you're gonna have people that're gonna like it. You're gonna have people that don't like it. I thought it's it the was same weird thing with these th- movies, the too. Ancient
1: One, such an odd character, and Tilda Swinton, such an odd actress, yeah. kind of I mean, matches. But I think it does match, but plenty of it, like you, like Ryan would say, there's plenty of great Asian actors out yeah. there. Why not just get somebody who oh, fits the yeah. bill Ooh. more correctly?
0: <laughs> 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 yep. So we have it where basically Kirk gets back into the bridge. Because he finds out about the lightning going on in way our space. Yeah, he fights his way up there. And then that's where he starts kind of, you know, giving out all the information. It's about the day of his birth, how that ship that attacked his father's, you know, the USS Kelvin, disappeared. Never showed up again after that point. Pretty,
1: pretty good acting by Chris Pine again. I yeah. want to give him his yeah. due. Because yeah. we, he was pretty uh-huh. unknown prior to this. Oh, You yeah. could see it on his face.
0: And he absolutely sells so, it to Talking too about as his well. dad. Yeah, so. absolutely. So... He definitely sells it right there. And then, of course, Ahura is the one who backs him up on it. And so that's when they decide that and they're going to... And
1: Spock gonna... backs up Ahura, which yeah. is why Pike... Okay, let's let it down. He let's,
0: yep. lets it listen. And that's when, you know, Spock does the whole... It's logical. So, you yeah. <laughs> the, the common, like, it's logical. And, and, and yeah. at this
1: moment, we don't really know that Spock and Ahura are that close. So yeah. it's kind of a, a nice little moment. We get
2: that scene yeah. a little bit later. We had yeah. a little mm-hmm. conversation. So is Spock her teacher... That's yeah. one thing that
0: I wanted to. It's I think how it is because he was there earlier. He, he's an officer, and he, she's he's I don't think is an officer.
1: Programmer of the Kobayashi Maru, but it's unclear if he's an instructor. But he,
2: but, but the, he's passing out assignments, and then that's one, true. Yeah, yeah, he was passing out assignments, yeah. and that's why she went Creep, to creepy. Her, sc- creepy Spock and <laughs> went to him and said, "Hey." I'm
1: I'm you know what I love about that? We gloss over the scene where O'Hara uh, is like, You will put me on the Enterprise and that's how that's yeah, gonna go. Exactly. I love that scene. That's a great scene. <laughs> but
2: that's how I that what made me think that Spock is his her instructor or Man, her Kirk teacher was aware or of that, like that. he
1: should have he should've squeezed on that. <laughs> yeah, he probably would either
0: <laughs> way it probably bad Again, everything bad. is way too convenient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have it where they slow out of warp speed, they get in behind, they see that you know, the rest of the ships that went out have been kind of completely destroyed and they take one hit from the enemy vessel and it knocks their shields down to 32 percent i remember that specifically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so. i don't
1: know why they choose that number I feel yeah like they should have like 70 percent or something why well, so low? they're trying
2: to show that it's they're outmatched yeah they're outmatched yeah. and it's this right. future technology oh, we see
1: broken pieces of ships everywhere i think we got it yeah but, yeah, right, but fair enough.
2: they have what 125 years over them yeah currently, should, and
1: should, you know as a as a military guy shouldn't there be like a staggered entry into these unknown areas why did they all warp at the same exact Time, so they all got because
2: crushed. they didn't think it was going to be a war zone. It was it a just... rescue
1: call or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Clear. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's all they thought it was. Right. It's supposed to be just a rescue mission, yeah, which yeah. could explain why they have cadets with them. Yeah. And so We have it where they come out, and they take that one hit, and they're clearly outmatched. And that's what the thing is with this this spaceship that they're going against, the Romulans. All this is is just a mining vessel. You see the size
1: difference, too. Uh, Yeah. A couple of shots show the size difference of the Romulan ship versus the uh, Starfleet ships, Mm -hmm. and it's much, much bigger.
0: Yeah, Yeah. much, much bigger. So clearly outmatched, and— then they get hailed. So they get hailed by Nero. And I like how Nero says, like, hi, Christopher, I'm Nero. Like everybody's <laughs> first name. There are no,
1: uh, there's no, uh, like, uh, what do they call that, court, you know, where they should tell the military rank. And anything. he
2: recognizes the ship. He
0: sees the Enterprise. Yeah. He knows on Spock's
1: the... on there. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: And yeah. he talks directly to Spock. Yep.
0: Yeah, he definitely does. And so that's when, like, you know, Spock obviously has no idea who this person I is. I thought that or... was a pretty
2: good interaction, also. I will say, I'll give it to the guy who was playing Nero. Yeah, Eric Bana. Eric yeah. Bana, yeah. who he I
1: don't really always good. like. Yeah. You know, I, he was in the worst Hulk movie ever.
0: <laughs> so, so, well. so afterwards, where you have it, where they're getting hailed. and of course, there is no kind of other option; they have to kind of go aboard because they're clearly they're clearly outmatched. So Captain Pike, he goes down again. Cool
1: he's, customer, uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Pike. He just like, yep, I'm going and that's how that's going to
0: go. They actually developed what I think is a pretty okay, decent, solid plan, at least for the predicament that they're in. Because Captain Pike, he's going to go on the astrotal. He's going to board the enemy craft. He puts Spock in charge as captain he promotes Kirk as he, first He's going yeah. over there is yeah.
1: cover for Sulu and Kirk yeah. who are going to do the sky jump or whatever they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So okay. he yeah. takes advanced training And
2: people. Olsen. Yeah, and
0: Olsen. Yeah, yeah. That's the Random red shirt. Random red shirt. Super, super <laughs> jacked up guy that uh, has poor judgment. Just a little too enthusiastic about it. And yeah, it,
1: and then that... The color scheme there is weird, right? Because Sulu's in yellow, Kirk's in blue, and Olsen's in red. Is yeah. there yeah. some kind of... The Power Rangers, essentially. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I it don't Power ranger And again, for Star Trek, that's crazy New something like that a sky Uh jump that they just like gloss over and these guys in suits jumping out in space you actually get um, the sense that space is dangerous there, yeah. which you hadn't really gotten a lot of yet. But, but that's one of the things. Olsen was not necessary for that scene. He did yeah, not need to be uh, there.
0: You could probably have cut him because out. And it doesn't
1: matter. Olsen but is you know a red what? shirt. To, to yeah. have, so
0: that's why he was there. To show how
1: dangerous shirt. it is also, I mm-hmm. thought maybe, you know, it's somewhat valid. I don't know.
2: That, I didn't think to show how dangerous, that wasn't necessary. It's just... He clearly wasn't in the in
1: crew because he wasn't one of their buddies. They didn't really cry over him. But yeah, it,
2: it definitely <laughs> made me angry watching him as he's like, oh. You gotta
1: pull your shoot man. <laughs> yeah. That's on him. No,
2: <laughs> it was on him. Why is he taking this event so lightly? And yeah, he's
1: trying to get he's this adrenaline rush. He's having too much rush. fun. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. should be more nervous. He's, he's like, people
2: are gonna die. Yeah. that yeah, is a
1: little weird. All right. Yeah, I'll so. buy that. He should so. be in the, uh, Hobbs in uh, whatever movie. He's in the wrong movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, Olsen definitely... And he loses all the charges, too. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot He about loses that. <laughs> all of it. So we have that red shirt where Olsen just drops the ball, loses all the charges, goes straight into the drill. And we have it where they're on there, they're trying to disable the drill, and they're going into straight into the Earth's core. Yeah. So as they are going straight into the Earth's core, they're getting, I believe, that red matter ready, too, as well. And as they are getting ready that red matter... They find out what's going to happen. You meet Chekhov and very sad about Anton Yelchin, He's so too. Great Chekhov. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. A lot of people passed away that were involved in this film yeah. uh, with Leonard Nimoy, mm. Anton Yelchin. So.
0: Yeah, Anton Yelchin. Crazy how he died. He got rolled over by his own Gen- genius yeah.
1: level. He, His parents, or well, at least one of his parents, was Russian. That's why he was cast. He yeah. spoke fluent Russian. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. And so we have it where basically Vulcan's falling apart. They just got drilled in, they dropped in the red matter, and the red matter is going to create
1: a lot of. CGI is a little sketchy there, but it yeah. didn't bother me that
0: much. I could see that right yeah. there. There, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really good visual effects in general. Yeah. In this movie, I, I like
1: think, the red yeah. matter and and that stuff. But the CGI, when you look at Vulcan from afar, there was kind of weird. I don't understand though why they needed so much of
0: it.
2: Like this is going to be a little plot hole later on in the movie. But why did Spock have to have this huge amount of red matter? Good, good question. If he was just going to yeah. use it to stop the supernova, you got to bring all of it and just I, in I, case. I,
1: didn't, I actually, <laughs> that's my my least favorite uh, my least favorite ship in the whole movie is that weird squid ship that he's driving. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, really like I thought either. it was cool. I, like oh, I, thought, I it thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, the D&D guy likes the squid ship. All
0: right. Good, good to go. So, Vulcan. <laughs> <A> Kraken. <laughs> a Kraken ship. So, Vulcan's falling apart. And then we have it where Spock actually leaves the Enterprise to go down to Vulcan to rescue the superheroes.
1: An aggressive, an aggressive yeah. move. Yeah. Murray cool. yeah, yeah. tries to talk him out of it. He's like, I'm going. It's my he's mom. like, it's logical. Yeah.
0: You know, he throws it out there. Yeah. And so, of course, he wants to save and his mother And he beams far family.
1: away. It looks like he beams far away. Does anybody? Does that bother anybody that he just beams on a rock? Yeah. Why
0: didn't he just beam in the roaster? Yeah. Well, well, I think that was the thing well
2: if they could beaming technology is a little bit off well yeah if he could if they could beam him in they could beam them out yeah <laughs> there's, so. a, there's a
1: scene later in the movie that I really really like that they put in there where Scotty's like I'm gonna beam you here and they end up beaming somewhere else I think it's genius we'll, we'll get <laughs> <to that though. laughs>
0: yeah so we have it where Spock beams outside of it he goes to rescue his mother Wayona yep. Ryder I, I, I would say she was taking a break from
2: stealing all those stuff there's some deleted yeah. scenes around <laughs> yeah. that too
1: there's some scenes where that Ben Cross character, the Sarah character, uh, Spock's father, it tracks her down and and tells you why they're all in that room together, uh-huh. but it's really unnecessary.
0: Okay, so we have it where. They're basically the, the whole plan's falling apart, and they're in that kind of sanctuary. It looks like they're praying to something. I'm not exactly sure what they're doing. Yeah, there's yeah.
1: some logic there to that, but it's you know whatever. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> they're Vulcan <there>. shit. And <laughs> Spock comes. He tells him, "You all know, have to leave with me right now." He's trying to save as many Vulcans as nobody argues. Yeah, nobody argues. Everybody I feel bad. There's that one
1: him. guy that dies from the pillar. Well, yeah, That's kind of unnecessary, falls. right? Yeah, Who was yeah. that guy? You know, did that, that have to happen?
0: He was wearing a red shirt. You just didn't <laughs> see yeah, it. The was underneath his robe. Why did I wear today. And so so they're out there. They're all on that pretty much that ledge, right? Yeah, and yeah. They're on the ledge. And then that's when he gets told, you know, stand still because the whole beaming up technology, it's still kind of. Similar. Yeah. I think that's yeah, clear that the technology is not quite there Like it works, but it has its limitations. And
1: this puts uh Chekhov on the spot. Yeah. And he's like, I can do this. I can do this. And it shows a little bit of failure there. Yeah. Because one of them doesn't. Well, he did. He was doing that on the moment when they're falling from the drill. Oh, yeah. Did we cross over that? He, oh, no, he's doing it simultaneously. These things are simultaneously happening. No, no,
2: uh, no, no. no. First, it was the drill, and then he bring him back from the drill, and then at the same time, when they get back from the drill, that's when Spock is okay. heading out to go to Because
1: the, I really like the, the part when he gets Sulu and Kirk because they're falling without a chute, mm-hmm. and they beam back on the Enterprise, and he says that, El moo thing. Yeah. That's like, fuck yeah, in Russian or something, supposedly. And that's just a really <laughs> cool scene. And then I guess immediately after that, he's got to beam the Vulcans up, and he... Nah, he that, Immediately after that, he beams
2: Spock down, and then that's when Spock goes into it, and then Spock comes up. So this is
1: all happening pretty quick. Yeah. I don't think I realize how fast it's all happening. One thing I want to say about
2: that is he beams him, they're falling, and then they fall onto the deck.
1: Which is great. Well... Yeah, that's great. But we don't if... need... We don't have Alex here. We don't have to get into the physics of it.
2: Well, if we're looking... If we we... can't beam
1: anywhere, so... You I know. was thinking the same thing,
2: Ryan. Because, they... <laughs> because they're still moving at terminal velocity. At like oh, the right. speed of... Yeah. Yeah, so if they beam in there, they would still get crushed.
0: If, would... As somebody who only took college algebra, I'm fine with it. I was wondering the exact same thing. So we have it where Chekhov, he saves uh, Kirk and he saves Sulu as they're falling through it. They yeah. It's a great cool. scene. Yeah, it good, definitely good, is.
1: Good scene for Chekhov. Yeah.
0: I mean, the whole fight scene's pretty good, too. Yeah. They're able to disable yeah. the drill. Yeah. I agree, yeah. I agree. So they and, and that's shaky
1: camera work, you can <laughs> see that. I like the look of it all.
0: So yeah, so they disable the drill, they're able to do it, but it's too late when they drop the red matter in there, and Sulu. Yeah, they succeed
1: in shutting the drill down. Yeah, but it's too late because mm-hmm. they dropped the red matter. Yeah. So
0: Sulu and Kirk, they're saved. And then, as basically Spock and the other, I guess, senior members of Vulcan, his father and his mother, they're there getting beamed up. That's when the ledge collapses. And then Spock sees his own mother. He's fall reaching down. out,
1: and yeah, he beams. It's a pretty cool scene. It's a pretty yeah. cool moment. So when he beams on the Enterprise, he's still reaching out, but his mom's yeah. not. Yeah, so definitely kind of a sad moment. Yeah. Building up that drama. I yeah. liked it. So. <laughs> I thought it was okay. You know? so yeah,
0: so Spock. His own mother died pretty much right in front of Rough, him, right? yeah. and as they're on the Enterprise, and, and, and
1: consider that with Kirk with his father's situation, now Spock with his family situation, mm-hmm. there's some symmetry there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so they're finding some common ground. So we have it where Vulcan is gone. And I like how they show how it just kind of gets completely... Yeah, yeah, it collapses yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: thought the CGI there was a little bit off, but it was okay. A lot of, a lot of Trekkies complain about Vulcan being destroyed. <laughs> they don't like that. They'll complain call. about
0: everything. Yep, correct, so, yep. so we have it. Vulcan is completely gone. And then we have where Nero has Pike. And Pike has pretty much been strapped to a chair. And it looks like he's about to get tortured because... Pike wants, or pretty much Nero wants to know certain information, certain frequencies revolving around he the wants, yeah, defense of the Earth. Defense he of wants the defense yeah.
1: codes for like the shields and, of Earth or whatever. And this is
0: where, like, kind of Nero's his whole plan. It seems a little, at least in my opinion, a little all over the place. A little bit. I
1: don't love the interior of that ship too. The outside is so great, but the uh-huh. inside kind
0: of weird. It's all over
2: the place yeah. a little bit. But I, I agree with you. When you break it down and boil it to its simplest parts, basically Nero is going to. Destroy a planet because
1: he, he he feels like his work isn't finished until all of Starfleet is destroyed. It's yeah. not good enough that he destroys Vulcan and stops the, essentially the future Romulan being destroyed. Mm-hmm. He wants to destroy Starfleet altogether, eliminate them from the equation. Yeah, it's a little bit much, a little aggressive, and and and, and it's a revenge situation.
2: Yeah. I get that he's he's grieving, but, griefing but and all in that.
1: line with traditional Star Trek villains. Just for the record, these are crazy dudes. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's pretty much right there the rest of them
0: i guess my thing on it is because he's been waiting for 25 years i know in that yes. state he's in that prison yep. camp but it's like you know you could probably just uh, you know be able to prevent the destruction of Romulan and, and your future family yeah by using that information yeah. or just you know showing you have a futuristic yeah. ship and and, and, but, and that's that's why i felt uh-oh. that it was weird is like literally
2: his planet's there he can go to his planet yeah, he and fail, right be he just them.
1: sits there for 25 but, years And And then they gloss over him capturing Spock, too. They don't even show that. Yeah. Partly because they want to reveal older Spock later in the film, Mm -hmm. I think, which is wise. But also, it's a little bit... You don't get the feel that he's been waiting there for 25 years.
2: And technically, in this reality that he's Mm -hmm. living in he didn't lose anything. He can just sure. go to, yeah. to that He can plot. still prevent it. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Well, well, not even have to prevent it. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, for 125 <laughs> years, it doesn't happen. It, that would be his lifetime. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it just seemed like his motivation kind of was lost because he's in this alternate timeline. Yeah. And I get it. He wants revenge because he's not going to get exactly what he had, but he can still build it up. And the... Also, the rest of the, his crew, they just go along with yeah. it. Like, you know, it's a
1: little weird. Yeah, that, no that, one that, else his says partner anything. there is uh, Clifton Collins Jr. or whatever <laughs> for Westworld fans. He's a big part of that Westworld show. Yeah. I like him. He's a good actor. But
2: yeah, they don't they don't say anything, no one uh, no one else questions him or tries to <laughs> offer a Romulans
1: fall in line. <laughs> I, a lot of trekkies complain the Romulans didn't have any hair because traditionally I think they at least they have the side hair or whatever. But uh, who cares about that.
0: <laughs> so we have it where Pike is captured, he's getting tortured. And they yep. put that slug down his throat and everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then we have it where Spock is. Spock is now full time acting captain over on the Enterprise. Yep. Yes. And he there's wants that cool to go scene back. where Pike says, "This is your ship. You're yeah. captain now," which I like a little bit. So we have it where basically Spock he wants to go back and basically regroup. He wants to regroup, regather all that stuff right there. But the Romulans are coming for them. And now, on the other hand, we have uh, Kirk, who wants to kind of go forward, go on the aggressive, go on the offensive against the Romulans, because there's not enough time to make it back or regroup, because by the time they do it... Neither is destroyed. a great option.
1: Yeah. Both of these are bad options. No-win so. <laughs> And yeah.
0: this is the moment when they start
1: explaining the alternate reality. And they really explicitly explain it. Yeah. Spock basically just throws it down, drops the mic. This is the new timeline, and now everything we do is different. And honestly, so <laughs> I just of on the nose. I just fell I was like, okay with it. Yeah, no, exactly.
2: I felt like they were going to turn to the audience and it a way. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: You know what? I was okay with it. <laughs> so, we have
1: that- I needed t- I was glad somebody said it out loud cuz I was a little confused in the original moment in the movie theater. So, I was glad that they were like, "Oh no, this is this is a Kelvin timeline and it's, you know, enjoy. This is all going to be new now."
0: <laughs> yeah. So, we have it where Kirk and Spock are having that argument. And it's a great then, fight scene. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good one fight of, scene. They have a couple more to go, but this is a good one. Yeah. Where they argue face-to-face, nose-to-nose. Because he gets and, the
0: Vulcan pinch, I think it yeah. is. Or... And Spock. Of course. The judgment of Spock to,
1: like, I actually like that they address this because Bones has a conversation with him later, but Spock's just like, yeah, get him off the ship. Not done with this guy. Kind of an aggressive move. Yeah. He, yeah. he just him. saved them, in essence, right? Yeah. Didn't Kirk's idea just save them from being blown away like yeah. the rest of the fleet? And then he basically leaves him to die on this frozen On some planet. random planet. It, a little Empire strikes you <laughs> that planet, too, yeah. but that's
0: all right. So we have it where Kirk has been. He's been mutated. So yes, he's, a, yes. he's on this, hes on the ice planet. He walked planet. a plank. Yeah. And <laughs> <cast off. laughs> Happens very fast. All this is happening very fast. Boom, boom,
1: boom. He's on ice planet. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. You know.
0: So Kirk is on that ice planet, and he's walking through. He's you know recording the day and everything. Which about is cool. Life. On a
1: thing, he says like, uh, "I'm not sure if it's correct that uh, Spock was allowed to kick me off the ship." Yeah. At least they they bring it up.
0: He's arguing the semantics mm-hmm. of it right. as yeah, he's yeah. recording it. And,
1: he, and <laughs> we get a couple moments where they do the Star Date thing. I kind of yeah. like that they threw that Again, it didn't Feel right? The but pandering I that they put in there. and yeah, the service. I agree. Service. <laughs> that that actually those <laughs> felt really forced. But you know, in retro in, in hindsight, I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. So we have it where Kirk's walking, and all of a sudden the ice monsters. That's how I labeled them. I hated this. I
1: hated
2: these stupid monsters. There's always a bigger fish. I I agree. i like, Honestly, the visual effects—they look great. I think they—they yeah. they look great on their. The own. monsters look. It looks yeah.
1: like the Demi Gorgon from Stranger Things. Yeah, no, they, they, for Stranger Things fans out there, they—they
2: they look great. But when that scene when he's running towards the nonsense. camera and the thing behind him is running after him looks so terrible. Yeah. It's clearly a green screen. It just it when just it's falling, like bad. some
1: of it looks good. It falls down the hill. There's some good yeah, yeah. stuff there, they're, but they're, like, but mostly so, that whole thing is unnecessary. Like the practical effects and. He's on an ice planet do we have to have monsters there too is it really necessary uh, but again this is one of the things like
2: i see why they did it in order for him to make his way into the cavern where spock is going to huge be
1: huge coincidence by yeah. the way but but the although thing the is, planets are close together so maybe but, but, but the thing
2: is again it's one of those shots that like that wasn't really necessary it didn't add or anything
0: to the movie it just kind of just guided him along it's
1: mm-hmm. uh i think somewhere the plot in, movement it's, yeah yeah and
0: all it did same thing as far as like him getting you know hit with the vacuum vaccination, you know, all that stuff. It's just a plot device. It just moves Kirk from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. So I can and, see where. But this yeah. is a
1: this this scene is a few minutes here in the snow where we get where we meet older Spock. I thought that the other ones where his hands swell up and stuff that felt more uh, it felt more correct. It felt like it was in flow with what we had already seen. This kind of felt like plot device. We got to force Spock in here. It feels forced in a way that I thought was disingenuous. And by the way, it feels very Star Wars-y. It was weird to watch the special feature. Features where J.J. J. J. Abrams basically admits that I wanted to make a Star Trek movie that was more like Empire Strikes Back. Hmm. That, you know, him to just say it outright is kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, I, you know, to me, like I could definitely see Star Trek fans bitching about that.
0: Well, it is what it is yeah. with that. So.
1: I, I was okay with it, but that part I could have lived without. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, this is a movie, like we talked about, it kind of appeals to everyone, whether almost all audience members, you can walk into this completely blind and at least know what's kind of going on. Are,
1: are we okay I mean, that uh, Leonard Nimoy just shoo the thing away with, like, one torch, one fire
0: torch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that was, I mean, it's on an ice planet, so I guess it doesn't I like fire. I guess he doesn't so. see fire a lot? Yeah, okay, fair enough. So we get it where Kirk meets future Spock, and that's when it's established. Like He okay, looks great.
1: He yeah. looks great. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. And so that's when we established that this is a different timeline. Yeah. So because he does the whole kind of Vulcan thing. He, call, he where calls he
1: him Jim it. right away, which is yeah. kind of cool. You know, he recognizes him, which yeah. I like.
0: So yeah. at that point, you learn that, OK, this is a different timeline. This is, you know, from the original cast and everything. And I think as far as timelines work, it does work in a sense. You know, where you have these two different it's, timelines. They've already
1: explained the timeline kind of once. The, mm-hmm. the young Spock, now we get it from the perspective of old Spock, too. Right. Even further clarifying, this is a whole new thing. Now.
2: And, and I do like how they did it. Instead of just offering it as exposition and telling them what's going on, to actually show what truly
1: right. happened. And I, I, I do enjoy I believe that. there was a cameo of Shatner, and I feel like this is where it was going to be. It was going to be like a flashback mm-hmm. somewhere in here, but they ended up cutting it ultimately.
0: <laughs> I'm fine with that. Me too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we learned that basically, future Spock, when during his timeline, timeline A, I guess you could say that there was a supernova that was happening and it was about to basically destroy Romulan.
1: This CGI, so, I thought, was pretty good. I thought it was all kind of beautiful mm-hmm. looking on screen. Oh yeah. yep.
0: And so we have it where future Spock, he's in the very fancy ship that they just kind of threw together. He's last trying to save the, the Romulan line.
1: planet best yeah, he
0: can. Exactly. So he's trying to save the Romulan planet. He has the red matter. The whole idea is to create a black hole with a supernova to help save Romulan. But Spock was too late. Nero saw his own planet get destroyed. And so during this whole black hole event... Nero gets transported through the black hole first.
1: Nero so. is a miner. Yeah. He's off planet so he witnesses it. Yeah, and he witnesses
0: everything that's yeah. kind of sort of behind. That's
1: Maybe that's why they need so much red matter because it's a supernova and that's how much you need to take down a supernova. <laughs> yeah. so.
2: Well, no, he. but Spock is successful. Spock yeah. is successful to get the supernova. It's just it's a great that, Oasis song by the way. <laughs> it's just that he's too late. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. So, so in, he fails. Order, There's a lot
1: of failure in this movie yeah, So, yeah, and I kind of like that. In Marvel movies, sometimes you don't get so much.
2: In order to save the Vulcan planet, he still has to do it. He wasn't just going to let it go. Sure. But he... He does it with just a small amount. He didn't need the huge is weird. reservoir. Yeah, yeah. Weird. It is kind of weird. <laughs> he only needed to do it
1: once. That's or it's all. possible that Nero only uses a little bit of it because he wants to save it to kill other planets, too. We know that Nero wants to go to Earth and destroy Earth, too. So there might be some logic
0: there. But Spock does the same thing, though. Yeah, it, 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 yeah you're right. It's literally the you're same right. process. He grabs a small yeah. dot and In that's it. In case they need more, I guess. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. So we have it where, because of the black hole, the Romulan ship, they end up going through first. And they're the ones that attack the USS Kelvin. It's weird that it's
1: an accident. They accidentally get sucked in. So it's not Uh
0: even uh, a choice made by Nero. Right, exactly. They just get thrown into this. And so what's 25 years for Nero and his crew is only seconds for Spock. Moments for Spock. Yeah. Yeah. And so as he goes through it, he ends up in that timeline. And the whole point was for Spock to witness his own planet, you know, basically die itself or be destroyed itself. And so after that, you know, you have kind of that one-on-one between Kirk and future Spock where Kirk starts asking about, you know, did he know his father and his timeline? And, you know... And I tells,
1: like most yeah. of that. The one thing mm-hmm. that's weird is that he's like, can't you just come up there with me and explain it to young Spock because he's never going to believe me? And I'm thinking in my head, like, yeah, just go up there, man. <laughs> and help it's, him out. They, they back touch back about
0: in, that at the end. It's, it's back to They the do, future. but it's
1: cheap. It still feels cheap <laughs> even at the end because then they meet anyway. So it's kind of weird. It's back to the future
0: rules. Yeah. Man. Butterfly <laughs> effect.
1: or some butterfly <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: So (laughs) afterwards, we have it where they're Kirk and Spock, they have kind of that one on one, and they talk about the Starfleet outpost that's there. And so. They go to the Starfleet Outpost, uh, and that's when we meet Scotty. Which I think and is
1: great. I like that little alien guy. I forget his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. pretty
0: cute. freaky man. He's sad when Scotty leaves, too. Yeah, I like <laughs> that there's emotion there, you know? <laughs> so we get, we get to meet Scotty, and Scotty's talking the, about... The si-
1: Simon Pegg, a frequent collaborator with yeah. uh, Abrams, and yeah, huge yeah. Trekkie guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he did not have to audition for this part. Abrams just called him, because he was a Mission Impossible 3, and said, I need you to be Scotty. And he's like, I don't know if I can do it. And Abrams is like, you're doing it. And that was like, so. Hey, that's cool to have connections. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But he does. He, he's perfect. I think they nailed that one, too. So, so much needed comic relief there. All he cares about is food. He doesn't really give a shit about the future stuff uh-huh. or any of the other nonsense. He's like, I want a sandwich. They have sandwiches in the future because that's what I want.
0: I like how he talks about, you know, his whole theoretical, you know, beaming up and yeah, how yeah, yeah. he had his instructor's prize beagle and <laughs> yeah. he beamed it up. Cute and he's like, oh, I know that dog. Whatever happened to <laughs> it? He's like, I'll tell you when it shows yeah. up. And so I definitely like that part right there and Again,
1: chemistry with casting, I mean, you can't... That's uh the the biggest MVP of this film. It
0: definitely goes a long way, for sure, to tie this all together. And so we have it where Scotty, you know, is given basically information that he hasn't come up with by future Spock. Yeah, (laughs) which is a paradox. They give it to him right away. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah, (laughs) they just
1: kind of give it to him, like, make him work for it a little bit.
2: But this is when it gets into the scene that I felt was very unnecessary. Uh Like, unnecessary drama where they get beamed the tubes. onto the ship, yeah. <laughs> and then Scotty is stuck inside one of the water pipes. Yeah.
1: It does look pretty good. I'll give them credit for the set they built on that. We don't, we hadn't bring up yet that there's a lot of practical effects in this movie. There's a lot of CGI. I think in the beginning of the movie they thought it was going to be like 20% practical, 80% CGI. It ended up being about 60% a CGI, 40% practical. That's Which pretty good for yeah, a blockbuster yeah, yeah. like this. And and they actually built those tubes and stuff, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. But now that they built them, they got to use them, I guess. But then again, it like it's two
2: like, uh, media sins that I feel right after the other. One, an unnecessary scene. And then two, a convenient latch we to We don't get even know. Is that water? I kept, <laughs> I kept
1: thinking, like, is the water super hot? Can he survive the heat of that yeah, water? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what there. it is. Room, room temperature water
2: in <laughs> all those All we know is just a liquid. It could be poisonous <laughs> Yeah, yeah we don't know. It could it be, be, be nitroglycerin
1: for all we know.
0: <laughs> so we have it next where they get captured. So they get captured again and everything. Yes, and yes. they're back on the bridge where we have Scotty and Kirk. And Spock's trying to figure out how they got onto this their ship because they're traveling at which League. is great. They yeah. ask
1: multiple times. I, at least that makes sense. I like yeah. that they do that. We and glossed over Bones arguing with Spock where he says the green blooded goblin uh-huh. thing. I, I like that part.
0: <laughs> so we have it where you know Scotty's you know not telling them because Kirk's you know commanding him not to, and Scotty's, and, and Scotty's like, trying to sides. choose. Like, and he's like, I'm <laughs> not going to yeah.
1: He's like, you got a towel? Cause I don't want a towel. I think San
2: peg does a really good job. He kills it. Yeah, yeah, no, and in the future great.
1: movies, he gets even better. In Star Trek Beyond, he really crushes it. Okay. I really like him in that.
2: Yeah, like for all the comedic scenes that I was complaining about, the stuff that he adds into it is great. Yeah, again,
0: <laughs> it's casting cast too. So, cast so, yeah, casting, <laughs> casting, yep. so we have that, and then in an earlier scene, we have Future Spock tell Kirk that you know you have to try to get you know, my present day self emotionally compromised, let him admit that he is emotionally compromised. Yes, yes. It, it
1: feels weird up until he looks him in the eyes and says, I just lost my mother. I am emotionally compromised. Yeah. Then you,
0: you sort of buy, I mean, it. not even just his mother, his whole entire plan too, right. and, yeah, yeah. and just yeah. everything. So, yeah. you know, you have where future Spock tells Kirk, you know, i lost, you know, I lost everything. I am emotionally compromised. You just have to get me to show it. There, there, there
1: was a moment we glossed over where Ohura and Spock go to the elevator for a second uh-huh. and she tries to get him to talk about his emotions for a minute and he sort of just pushes her away. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that moment, too. That was a nice uh, didn't need to be there, but it felt right that it was there.
2: OK, coming down. I just think I'm going to bring it up now because we're too deep into it. Yeah. I don't think that the relationship between Spock and Aurora was necessary at all. I
1: I, loved it. I I hated it at first and I went a whole
2: 180 and I loved it. Not that I have any problems with it or whatever. It's fine, whatever. We can add it in for character development or anything. But I don't necessarily think that
1: it needs to be in the movie she is crazy Mm. smart he's crazy smart it kind of fits when you think about it Uh, and their chemistry (laughs) is rightfully like confrontational like I've had a lot of girlfriends that all we do is fight and this is about right I think it feels normal to me it felt pretty natural but I did like it because I wanted Kirk and Uh O'Hara to be together but turns out this is better
0: the only reason I could see him doing it is just for the future build of other movies Mm. which they go into further so they And they, and they, they never back movies. off from it they yeah. stayed
1: with it the whole way through and
2: so I'm not I'm not I don't mind about the relationship that it had to be with Spock or it had to be with Kirk I don't care I just think that there didn't need to be a relationship at all they didn't need to be some sort of love
1: like I mean you know. I would argue when you got 20 somethings in these intense moments it's not unrealistic you're gonna have some work relationships it's gonna happen yeah yeah I, 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 guess. I think it's cool because Kirk gets again beat up in a different sense the girl turns him mm-hmm. down and is with somebody else. I kind of like that it shows that part of it. You know? So moving And on. It, it humanizes Spock a little more than we'd seen in the past. Mm-hmm.
0: So. so moving on, we have it where, you know, Kirk is able to get Spock to basically admit that he's emotionally compromised by Spock kicking his ass completely. It's really and fast.
3: <laughs> it's awfully fast.
0: And so Spock just completely kicks his ass and Kirk tries to do his best to kind of hold his own and everything. And after that whole entire fight scene, you have it where Spock is choking Kirk and you just see his dad in the background just go like, Spock! And, so... <laughs> and again, I like that actor, Ben
1: Cross. Do we think that Kirk's argument to get him to, to squeeze him uh, so he does get him to punch him out basically and show that he's compromised <laughs> Did we buy that? It felt so fast yeah. to me. I had some issues with no it. No one but stops I like what it he said. either. That's they're they're right. all watching. I yeah, had a no one with that too. It. Where was Bones? Like, yeah. where was some backup there? <laughs> like, he's no... getting the he's getting punched, basically getting choked out and punched on the uh, console and nobody's helping him until Ben Cross, who plays Sarek, stops. Puts, a, puts a shutdown on <laughs> and it. And it, it's one of those situations where, like, okay, I get that they have to do
2: it in order for move to it to, pro- to plot along, but it just seems like no one is doing anything. Uh-huh. Like, no one steps in no one says well, he's anything captain, i guess Yeah. <laughs> no one
0: goes in to defend the captain What it is kind of weird this. i
1: the only thing i liked about it was at the end it's spock that admits it himself and uh-huh. says i am emotionally and
0: compromised i don't mind it because that's kind of the thing we've been fighting with this whole movie is with spock in general is his balance between right. how much human and yeah. how much vulcan is he really this- he hasn't really embraced both sides not at least until he has that one-on-one conversation with his father, and he learns from his father that you know he married his mother because you know he, he was loves in love with him, her. which yeah. I think
1: is a great moment, something yeah, that yeah. we had not seen before. And again, credit to Zachary Quinto. This is a this is an iconic character, Spock. Yeah. Now he's acting essentially with Leonard Nimoy. We've seen Leonard Nimoy, so we've seen the best. And now this guy is is doing a pretty admirable job of bringing a new take on a character that we have a lot of preconceived notions about. I, I just give him a lot of credit for like the balls it takes to. to do what he these decisions are made and put it on the screen and now we're gonna see what the wrath of the trekkies is uh i give jj abrams credit for for taking the chances that he did and mm-hmm. and making the choices that he made
0: oh yeah i mean i think and it kurtzman all and Orsi, and... the
1: writers too because it's it was mm-hmm. ball these are ballsy decisions they're oh making, yeah absolutely and i think so. it
0: all works and i think one of the best parts of this movie is that you know spot confrontation that we get kind of the whole yep. thing. and
1: chris pine again great acting red in the face you know
0: like uh-huh. he's, he's just a <laughs> ball of fire you and know actually choke me zachary quintos like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's I think cool. they did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we then have it where, you know, Spock relieves himself and then uh, they Kirk say they don't have captain. a captain. Yeah, yeah, They
1: say they don't have a captain, but it's a great moment because only a couple people saw him become first officer with Pike. And there's that scene where Spock is like, I don't get uh, human joking uh, or whatever. And, they, and then he's like, no, I'm not joking. He's going to be the first yeah. officer. And it's a pretty interesting choice to see how Kirk actually gets
0: control of the Enterprise. But the thing is... Oh, is that valid? So that's the I thing. think it still is because Pike was the first acting in
1: moments of it's stress just, yeah. and war. Sure, it's happened before. You can get promoted right on the battlefield. No, no, no. And but that's kind of what's happening.
0: But I feel like with the
1: mutiny
2: and with the riling it's of the captains, it's, it's, it's yeah. pushing it. It's definitely
1: pushing <laughs> it's, it. But fitting that these are this is crazy like action, crazy moments, crazy decisions are made, and that's how this crew comes together. <laughs> so I, you know, again, I can kind of I'm accepting of it. <laughs> I'll
0: take it. <laughs> We got Captain Kirk finally. <laughs> captain so. Kirk sitting
1: in the chair and he sits in the chair so, the yeah. first time, leans back a little bit. I love that. Yeah. It. it was, it was <laughs> wonderful.
0: <laughs> so we have it where Kirk is now the acting captain and they come up with the plan to attack the Romulans. So. He
1: immediately shifts gears and says, mm-hmm. we're going right at him. Yeah. We're either going to, I forget what he says, but it's like, we're either going to die trying or they're going to kill mm-hmm. us or something. Like I mean, that, once I again,
0: the sense. no win situation. Yeah. You go back, you know, you risk not having enough time to warn everybody. And instead of being too late, you attack them. You're clearly outmatched in general. And so the whole plan is Kirk and Spock are going to beam up onto the Romulan ship. They're going to hide
1: behind that moon in Saturn. Mm-hmm. And there's that great cinematography there where the ship comes up no, in the dust. No, no. Some of the best They're hiding, in the, rings. They're hiding whatever, in the rings. They're hiding in the rings. like it it one of the moons of yeah. Jupiter but, but the thing is... I'm not a physicist. When, they, off- <laughs> when they offered, Damn it, this... Ryan.
2: I'm not a physicist. <laughs> when they offered this this strategy, they're saying, oh, we're going to hide in the rings of Saturn because of the magnetism pull or gravity. Something or like But the thing is... Right now, I just
1: tuned that right for now.
2: all those <laughs> listeners out there, Saturn is losing its rings. That was a big discovery
1: that NASA no. just all right. discovered. All right. And in year whatever, we're gonna have an offshoot <laughs> podcast. It's with Neil deGrasse Tyson, special guest, and we're gonna go over this. Yeah. For now, you know, the cinematography was great. We liked it. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, but yeah, the visual effects for that was that a cool. Part moment was yeah. really cool. Well designed. <laughs> yep. So basically, we have that plan where Kirk and Spock they're gonna be going onto the Romulan ship. Uh, Sula will be taking in charge, I believe, and he'll be. And if Sulu feels like he has a tactical advantage, that's when they'll intervene. I like
1: that that was specified yeah. outright in the script. I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we have it where and traditionally in Star Trek Sulu had taken uh, Sulu and Chekhov both had been captain at some point mm-hmm. or another so
0: yep so we have it where Kirk and Spock they finally get beamed up onto the Romulan ship by Scotty which and... is a
1: great moment again Scotty's <laughs> like I'm gonna put you in the cargo hold and they beam them right in like the bridge of yeah, the yeah. Romulan <laughs> right ship right in the, in the center. Center. It, was, it, was, it was brilliant I love that <laughs> <laughs> see and, after all that stress another comedic moment which is wonderful
2: and and it's that comedic moment that I felt was was like you know that was pretty good come on man and And Scotty's so confident
1: too he's like I'm gonna put you in the cargo hold (laughs) nope we're right there on the bridge
2: (laughs) (laughs) and everyone just stops and looks at him it's hilarious again
1: good acting by Quinto and Pine because they they have this great look on their face like oh shit (laughs) and then they pull out their their phasers yeah and that was it, it, in this action sequence. You get a really good look at those phasers too, the new ones. And mm-hmm. I kind of like the, the little flip from stun to kill or whatever. The red, yeah, blue light, Kind of, kind of good attention to detail there.
0: <laughs> so we have it where Nero is attacking Earth now. So he's attacking Earth. We have Kirk and Spock. San Francisco. There. Yeah, it's a really San cool Fr- shot. You see yeah. the bridge. So, <laughs> so, you see the bridge, and we have it where they're attacking the Romulans. Earth is being attacked, and that's when they run into like future Spock's ship. So they go onto the future Spock's ship. And Spock kind of already suspects there's some time more time travel things going on because he goes in there, he speaks, and like the ship automatically recognizes his voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so,
1: <laughs> which is and, weird, you know. That's a that's a weird moment that I don't think totally worked, but yeah. we're okay with well,
0: it. Well, I. I... I, I
2: thought it worked. Spock he, is
1: starting to figure out that, like, oh, I've been here before. I, there's something someone's not telling
2: me. Well, he realizes that, whatchamacallit, that it was a time travel situation or a alternate universe situation, and I just like the fact that he accepts it for what it is. And
1: keeps moving forward. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I do enjoy that. Yeah. He's able to piece everything yeah, together. He's a this... smart guy, and then mm. he just goes forward.
1: I like that in this movie, theres it's more of a organized, like, military situation. I felt like in old Star Trek movies, you don't don't quite get like what starfleet does and what they mean to the rest of the universe in this one it's clear that they're like essentially the gatekeepers the defenders the military mm-hmm. force for the universe the peacekeepers of the universe yeah. that's pretty clear here and i like that they're all soldiers at heart to a actually
2: certain extent. actually like i hate to be that guy actually the old the old star trek the original star trek they're not supposed to be military they're not yeah, supposed to be defense they're yep. just supposed to be exploring
1: and, and you know what when you get into yes, when you exactly. get into, into Darkness, the sequel. You know, that is covered quite a bit extensively. But
2: but the thing is, is that that's one big offshoot that this movie made was It's that,
1: going the other direction,
2: yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is, the original Star Trek, it was slower paced, it's all about humanitarianism, it's mm. all about the primary directive, it's not sure. interfering and in, in all they, that.
1: Uh, I think it was said in one of the special features on the Blu-ray that um, Star Wars had great action sequences and Star Trek had, like, submarine warfare. Mm. They're like submarines floating out in space.
2: But the thing is, with this, is that now with this alternate timeline, instead of being explorers of the universe, they become come that defenders the militaries Mm -hmm. that and i think that that i found it strange that their their weaponry doesn't doesn't match that they still have these small little phasers that have a stun
0: function on yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we have it where spock takes the ship so that's kind of the next plan or next phase i guess it seems like they're kind of winging it at this point throughout the whole thing that spock is going to be taking the future ship and he's going to be trying to basically get rid of the drill again. Yeah. You know, Disengage the drill.
2: And I don't know why he
0: doesn't just start
2: shooting once he's inside of the ship.
1: <laughs> it know? is a little bit weird. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: he does
0: shoot the door so that he yeah. can get engage, out. Yeah. But he doesn't shoot like. The I think innards. he would like. Yeah.
1: Take out some you know, other
0: stuff. I think because they're trying to find Captain Pike at this point, too, because he, they discover that Captain Pike is still alive. He doesn't want so. to
1: permanently damage the ship while Kirk and Pike yeah. are still
0: there, maybe. So we have it where Kirk is now going to go try and find Captain pike and instead you know nero finds them so we have that kirk and nero fight and again recognizes kirk gets his ass
1: james t kirk <laughs> yeah the a little yeah, bit weird yeah. but all right
0: yeah so yeah he's like i know your face from the history logs like <laughs> you're tom cruise like <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> right like <laughs> you were on tj hooker i know you your dad was on chip so <laughs> so we have it where you know spock or no sorry not spock kirk is getting his ass kicked again <laughs> and then we get Spock, where he's able to kind of you know shoot a hole out of the ship. He's able to disengage the he drill. He flies that
1: thing pretty good for a guy that has never been
0: in there. Yeah, and for pretty... me like a, you know, but... 125 years in advance. And yeah. so yeah, <laughs> and uh, so Nero firing. Nero decides to fire at Spock once he sees that he's disengaged the drill. He wants everyone to shoot at Spock. Nero leaves basically Kirk to get you know fight another random Romulan guy. And so we have it where Kirk is you know going against one-on-one one against another Romulan. Nero decides he wants everything shot at, at Spock, and one of the guys is like, well, what about the Red Matter? He's like, I don't care about the Red Matter, and so he just I wants know. Spock dead, and there's part of that motivation again. And
1: Nero, a little too emotional, you need to
0: gather yourself there. Yeah, like, just destroy all the, I mean, one but again, in canon for Star
1: Trek villains, this is kind of like, you know, not, not super logical, these guys. Yeah,
0: they're just angry all the time, so it's <laughs> yeah. to be expected. Do we get so. to the part
1: where Kirk kills the Nero uh, sidekick? Or yeah, friend? That's
0: right up there. He's getting cool choked moment. out. Yeah, yeah, cool. You know, moment. he's making fun of his species, like your species is so weak, all this stuff. <laughs>
1: Feels William
0: Shatnery. Felt felt right to me. I like that scene. I got your gun. Yeah, man. I've got your Exactly. So he's just like, I've got your gun, and then that's when he shoots the the Romulan, he falls down and Kirk's able to actually rescue Pike. Yeah. So and as he's rescuing Pike, Pike will does that cool thing where he shoots two of yeah, the Romulans. Which so. was another it was a good shot. Yeah, I didn't mind that yeah. at all. You know, you got to see him actually do you know do something else besides just command. And so there basically all on the ship you have kirk who's got pike who's you know gone off by one you have um spock who's flying the futuristic ship and that's when i believe that sulu comes in shoots all the missiles that are targeted at spock's ship spock is able to kind of go kamikaze I liked, on it
1: i like that john cho and the sulu character look like they were just totally comfortable in charge of the enterprise mm-hmm. <laughs> he kicked ass right away yeah so, yeah
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, and you get to I see
1: you explore that a little more in the sequels too. Yeah, a little that's what bit. I was thinking
0: yeah. of too. He does take command a couple more times in the sequel. Yeah, and one, I will say, John me. Chow, he good actor, man. He, he yeah, does a good job. Yeah, yeah. He definitely does. And so Harold from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> so as Spock kind of goes kamikaze on the on the Romulan ship, that's where they get beamed up. Scotty kind of you know Deus moxia, moxia, I guess you could say. You know, I'm <laughs> sure I'm saying that wrong, but he he beams them all up. He beams up. Kirk, he brings up Captain Pike and even Spock too, as well as i think spock was trying to kill himself yeah at that and then point. He, yeah it was like a kamikaze, it was it was a right? kamikaze situation yeah.
2: and yeah. then he had to make yeah. the statement oh i never done two places i never beat people oh, yeah, onto yeah. two
1: places on one pad yeah it's kind of cool yeah but i like it the energy's good there everything works
0: pretty <laughs> oh, well for yeah. me and so as soon as that happens we have where that you know the future strip the ship crashes in and all the red matter just goes everywhere and yeah. of course it creates that black hole and as that black hole happens in the center of like the romulan ship Kirk offers some sort of compassion. I like this moment Nero. quite a bit. Yeah.
1: This is a good writing here, a good nod to yeah. maybe the old Star Trek vibe. Yeah, yeah. Where he offers him compassion, then he looks at Spock and he's like, I, I thought you would like that. I thought it would be logical. Right. And he's like, eh, not this time. Not this it's time. kind around. of a good moment there. You killed yeah. my mom,
0: Nero. Like... Now, I will say the
1: Enterprise should have like some more urgency, given that there's a black hole forming outside. Yeah, but, yeah. All right, you know, uh, it was a good moment.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so we have that kind of role reversal where, you know, Kirk is trying to be the logical one. And of course, you know, uh Spock is like no just let him die it's fine yeah and Nero's good not having it. it. Yeah. that was good definitely good good, good
1: acting by Banner too because in that moment he immediately decides no I don't want your yeah, help I'd rather he said,
0: I'd rather watch you know Romulus die like a thousand times than be saved by you guys yeah it's like, yeah okay. and, so, <laughs> and so Nero is just not having it he accepts he accepts his fate he accepts his fate as he's getting you know thrown into the black hole we don't see him die he just goes through the black hole and so but we do have it where the enterprise fires everything that they have on the remaining of the i'm
1: giving of the it ship. all she's got captain yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep, They
0: had to put it in there Oh God.
1: i was happy to hear it i'm not gonna
2: lie <laughs> this this is the part i had a like the background music in this moment and the sound design is terrible uh-huh. uh, this is
1: really? the part of- see i disagree that's michael i can or something he does a lot of abram stuff man i thought it was great no
2: no the music the, the music
1: the, is fine The logic of firing those things into the black hole why would they explode It doesn't make any sense when they just disappear but other than that i was okay with it you no
2: know, i just thought that the leveling and the producing of that moment was really bad because mm. like it's very difficult for you to hear what Scotty is saying in that moment. Yeah. I literally have to rewind it three times. The yeah.
1: shaky camera, too. It's definitely shaky camera. I had camera the subtitles
2: there. on, so I guess. I'm, I'm
1: yeah. <laughs> going to go back and watch that. I literally
2: right? rewound it three times because I couldn't hear or uh-huh. understand what he was trying to say. And it's just because the background music was so loud in that one moment. Uh-huh. And, you know, I know it builds tension and stuff like that, but they really need to level that and then drop it a little lower.
3: <laughs> Being able to go back and to take try a to do all of the
0: uh, sound design on this i i it, they needed to drop that back. i think that's just how my t- <laughs> i think that's how everyone tv is where the action scenes are way too loud yeah. and the dialogue scenes are just way too small and so are way too you so got to set radio. your
1: speakers correctly
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we have it where the enterprise you know they almost go through that black hole and then they deploy basically what is it they deploy again the Some of uh, the, the- the engine or... The, the Yeah, insert whatever, Some, whatever powers want, yeah. the ship or something. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing that's gonna Yada, 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 so, yeah. whatever. So, the MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah, the MacGuffin, exactly. <laughs> so they deployed the MacGuffin. Good and... cinematography,
1: though, when you when you pan out, too. And I think there's another quiet moment there, right? Isn't there? It's like where it goes silent for a second. And then and they explode, push forward. The forward yeah, yeah, which yeah. I kind of like. There are a couple of those uh-huh. moments in there that may be too many in this movie, but I like that they use that. that well... At the time, it was really good. Now it's become kind of it's cliche. cliche. (laughs) But remember, this is 2009, Mm, so it's fairly new to everybody.
0: (laughs) So we have it where they're basically the day is saved. Scotty saves everything, and,
1: and you yeah. get that shot where it touches on basically every crew member, uh huh, in their spots on the ship. Like we're yep. in place now, and they all kind of give a nod. It's a little wink, wink, but I, I yeah. enjoyed that. I
0: don't, I don't mind it because you know what? This is the first movie, and it's there to set up the rest of the stories that are going to happen. Correct. So I don't mind yeah. that point. It's an origin story. And, I get it. And we there's get that
1: it. smoke trail, which I liked a lot from the Enterprise too. Oh, That's another yeah. good little piece there.
0: And I like it when we get Spock. We get Spock versus Spock. Future yeah. Spock and present Spock. Yeah. They meet. Just irked and,
1: me in the beginning but I'm more okay with it now this is the
0: fifth or sixth view I of just it. think it's funny though <laughs> I, I don't mind it because future Spock's whole thing is you know well I'm gonna present myself to you because there's you know there's so few Vulcans left we're bound to run into each we other can't, yeah, yeah we can't yeah. stay apart and sure. And we kinda, could be two places uh-huh. at once, which is kind of yeah, cute. Too. I did I like okay that, that that line uh-huh. right yeah. there, but it's very funny.
2: Where <laughs> old Spock, you nasty dog, you just want to repopulate. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so like, don't worry, you yeah. can handle yeah. her. I'll
2: help repopulate the rest of Vulcan. Like, I'll be there in the settlement. You go and do your. You thing. do Starfleet. I'll be. Don't worry. I you got this. Nasty handle.
1: old Spock. <laughs> People love Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. He's <laughs> like,
0: I thought my timeline was good, but this one just got better. So, <laughs> so. so it was Spock versus Spock. So future Spock allows present day Spock to, you know, be able to pursue Starfleet while he rebuilds. Uh,
1: imagine the ascense. pressure on Zachary Quinto. He's got to do that scene. I, I, you know, it'd be cool to be on set that day when he's got to really face Spock like that. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So we also get where future Spock, he tells him why he didn't go aboard the ship. Yeah. And he says it because... Kirk and Spock need to develop that friendship. Didn't want to deprive you of the own. moment yeah. to figure it out on their own. They have own. to develop it on their own. And, and their he own tells him,
1: don't, yeah. don't think so much about logic. Do what feels right. Yeah. Which so, is like an evolution of
0: that and I guess, particular. You know, that's the whole thing in this movie. I think at the end of it, Spock fully embraces that he sure. is that child of two worlds. And I know Kirk's kind of the main character. But I think Spock definitely steals it a lot throughout mm. this whole entire I movie. I think they share sure. it,
1: really. I really do think uh-huh. they share it. So.
0: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I, I think I like Spock a little bit more. Well, I don't know. I, guess I like a them both on it, so. yeah. I like them all that's
1: the point you know I like so, them all they're all great
0: so we we finished off running with the movie where Tyler Perry promotes God Tyler Kirk Perry again Captain... so weird yeah. just so odd so Tyler Perry <laughs> promotes Kirk to Captain Kirk and then of course yeah, Pike Christopher Pike in the,
1: uh, in the wheelchair there kind yeah. of a cool moment
0: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah we got that, that really cool moment where you know Pike, he gets promoted to Admiral. He, uh, Captain Kirk relieves him of the Enterprise. And then we finish it off where they're flying off basically into the sunset. You yeah, say, yeah. And, and, we and this log. is
1: where we get the Captain's Log with uh-huh. Spock, which I loved. And then the actual old theme from the original Star Trek. A yeah, little, little bit yeah, uh, yeah. tweaked a bit, but I thought that was beautiful too. So yeah, good well nod. done. <laughs> fan service, but
0: very functional fan service, you know. <laughs> so that right there is the movie Star Trek. I know we went a little bit overboard, guys, but and a little off. That's what we do on talking flick right I'm a guest I've listened to a
1: few of these but this isn't abnormal
0: (laughs) well it's not honestly it's not as bad as hereditary we're great yeah exactly yeah Jesus God decapitation come on we got a little we got a little racial too as well so yeah sure we got political man that was our first time yeah Yeah. hey I don't know if I'm gonna cut that out (laughs) we'll see what happens leave it (laughs) in man leave
1: it in let the audience decide
0: (laughs) so we're gonna wrap it up a little bit we're gonna go into our next segments uh, where we have recommendations but actually sorry I'm kind of Ahead a little bit. Before we do that, do you guys want to give this movie a rating? Do you? I like want you to rate it. A rating? it. Um, on yeah. my
1: blog, we give. Listen, everything art is subjective, so ratings are, are nonsense in in theory. But. You know, I, I gave this movie a seven and a half. Just for the record, I gave Force Awakens a seven. OK, mm. my rating system is a one through ten system on uh, TSA uh, uh, where I rate movies all the way back to the 2000s, beginning of 2000. And I'm a tough grader. When you get like six, six and a half, seven, you're starting to be in the elite category. Mm. Uh, I thought this movie was so much fun. The friendship of the cast drives the energy there's a great feel for this movie a great vibe when I left the theater I got my money's worth Uh, this rarely does a blockbuster stay in my top 10 for the year this one settled in at number 5 for 2009 Uh, quite a few good movies came out that year so Mm, so so I gave it a strong 7.5 and I highly recommended it even to the naysayers. Just for the record, 2009, the best movie of that year was uh, Jason Reitman, who's doing the new Ghostbusters, his film Up in the Air with George Clooney. That was my favorite movie of that year. Didn't Avatar come out that same year also? Uh, I think it was. Yes, it did. (laughs) It did not make my top ten, Ryan. Well, definitely (laughs) it was. Spoiler alert. That's a different
3: list.
2: (laughs) Well, for me personally, honestly... I would give it a solid seven. Okay. Like, you know... On, on I, a
1: one through ten kind of scale? A one through ten, sure. yeah.
2: Sure. Uh, I don't think I'm the harshest critic. I did definitely enjoy it. But there's a lot of things that...
1: At, you pay ten, twelve dollars, <laughs> you get your money's worth?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I Honestly, I paid... I, I rented it on YouTube and stuff. I spent like four dollars on it, and it was money well worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would suggest it to a friend and stuff like that. But I honestly wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it. It was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. I thought mm-hmm. it was fun, and I think that the regular person out there would enjoy it as well.
1: You saw it in two
2: thousand nine. I, I saw it in two thousand nine. And you and are not, for year.
1: the record, as because I've listened to a few of these episodes. You are not a Star Wars fan.
2: I'm a Star Trek fan or a Star Wars fan, like I. I watch whatever I want to watch. I do whatever
1: I want. <laughs> but you have not seen The Force Awakens.
2: No, I have not watched. Okay, the Okay, so Force that's Awakens.
1: the kind of fan you are. We just want to make sure the audience knows who <laughs> you are here. Because yeah. But prior to the... In between the prequels, uh, the George Lucas prequels of Star Wars and The Force Awakens, th- there was a big vacuum for people mm. who had a hunger for this sci-fi. Mm. So I think that... Because this movie comes out with this energy and does this well, I, it was such a pleasant surprise for that year at this time. So, and it really was J.J. Abrams auditioning for the right to do Star Wars down the line, as we found out. And, and don't get me wrong. I like the movie. I'm saying that, hey,
2: if you like space adventure and action of that natures and all that, yeah, you're going to enjoy this movie, no doubt. But still, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I think that's pretty fair. Sure. Uh, yeah,
0: so. had some problems. I mean, with this movie for me, I don't know if I want to give it like a full-on rating. Um, yeah, you're not maybe, a rater. Yeah. Come I on, mean, Talking Flick. Let's like, get it
1: together, man. We want to rank these things.
0: <laughs> you can I adjust mean, it in time, you know? I think its best feature is that, it's good for people who have no background in any sense of Star Trek. You could just walk straight into this movie completely blind. Do, do we do we think a that? Sense.
1: It's a good question. Do we think that people that don't know anything about Star Trek have a good time at this movie? Oh yeah, yeah. I I showed mean, it I like to it, my right? girlfriend yeah. who yeah. had
0: no idea about Star Trek and yeah. you know thought this movie was for nerds and that's why she didn't want to watch it. <laughs> right. But you know as she was watching it. She really liked it and she really wanted to finish it because I think this is a good movie. It has some fan service. I think in a movie like this, your girlfriend you sounds like to... a nerd. Yeah, she
3: is. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: nothing so, wrong with that. So like in this type of movie, you know, you're know, you going to have that fan service. You're just going to have to. You have, you know, since 1968 to 2009, a whole bunch of history behind everything, you know. It's how just, it's just where we are in cinema. Yeah, it really is. It really is. You have a variation of variation. So. If you're walking into this blind or I think it's worth the watch if you've never seen it before and uh, let me, Nikki, let, me let me
1: ask you this because I know it's not part of the uh the normal talking uh flick categories what's the character that's the MVP of this movie
0: Spock I would say Spock
1: mm, No pressure I think Kirk, man. Honestly, I, Kirk is my guy. It's, it's really close. Yeah, I, I actually think it's Kirk, but I think it's just razor thin. It's it, to me, it's the whole cast. Uh-huh. I, I love that category. Is it the Globes that gives the ensemble, mm-hmm. or Screen Actors Guild? Maybe I, I, this is an ensemble MVP. You know, it's okay. less about J.J. Abrams and his. Camera flares, his direction, the action, even the the script, which is, you know, depending on how you feel about it, mediocre. Uh, the cast is really the MVP. Yeah. That chemistry drives this whole
0: thing. You know what? I can see that they each have their moment to shine. I think with me personally, I just like that character development of Spock and just him being conflicted. He did a great job. And yeah. And I didn't like but...
1: him in uh, Heroes. Is he from Heroes? Yeah, he's from Heroes. Yeah. Skyler I don't from think Heroes. I liked him that much in that show. <laughs>
2: and I, I, I will say that as you were mentioning what star trek has such a huge history yeah. behind oh, it God.
1: exhausting and
2: I, I i do like there's the a fact, klingon
1: language is there yeah. not like yeah. a whole klingon yeah. language? <laughs> come on people I, get it together
2: I, I do like the fact that you don't have to watch right. all of the star trek in order for you to enjoy this they really made it accessible for the general audience mm-hmm. and i do enjoy that they have a little head nods here and there and as a person that's not a big star trek fan for me to be able to say okay come on this is too much now yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. it, it there was some it, 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 of that i mean there were a couple of times where i was like yeah this might be a little too much but ultimately when you walk out you're pretty pretty damn happy uh question for tyler i know yeah. you're more of a star wars guy now that star wars is back for uh-huh. better or worse are, do we want star trek 4 are we sad that it's not happening do we think there's space for this movie to be successful are, are fans clamoring for it
0: i mean i think there's still room for this franchise to kind of pick back up i know it kind of with lost the a big little budget
1: bit. and with yeah. everything else that comes along with it
0: i mean i think it'd be better for the studios if they held off on it for a little bit because because now giving... it's on tv
1: are we, are we is mean, it more is it better on tv it's hard for me to uh as not a huge uh-huh. sci-fi guy or star trek or star wars guy really i'm more of just an outside fan <laughs> does it belong on tv or is it a movie thing i don't know or is it both I mean, there's room for both
0: i think there's definitely room for both but i would say the best would to hold off as far as movies goes, just because we are getting that Star Wars fatigue. At least I know I am. I am. You know, we're For getting... For sure I am. We've gotten a but who's Star Wars movies that, every Disney? year. <laughs> Disney, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, I mean, I think it should get it shot just because, you know... I would want to see what they could do with it. But kind of with this movie, like with the whole no-win scenario, that's why I think it's, you know, I don't know if I want to give a rating. If I did, I'd say maybe like around an eight, ish just because you could walk into it, at least for the better sense, blind, not having any former Star Trek knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, if you're a Trekkie fan, You've had this 1968 series. You've had the countless TV shows, movies with Patrick Stewart, you know, all of those (laughs) things. You know, I think it's good for a new generation of people to start really liking Star Trek. And I think this is a way to kind of go about it right there. So... I guess that would be my, you know, my thing right there. If you've never seen the movie, hey, give it a shot. If you're not sure about, you know, Star Trek in general, if you think it's for nerds, you know what? This movie, I don't think it's for nerds, and I think you should watch it for <laughs> I sure. think
3: you're a nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all I'm nerds. I'm not a nerd, Come you're on. a nerd. Like. Can,
1: can we talk a little bit about who is going to be Kirk other than Pine? And yeah, him? absolutely. So, yeah. so Chris Pat Pratt was real close. Really? Wow. He do wow. you think that oh, okay. would have worked out? Oh
2: man, he did so good in Guardians of the Galaxy, probably. I could see it. Adrian Brody was almost
1: Spock. That's
0: confirmed. Uh, Maybe.
1: Gary Sinise was almost Bones. A little too old, but I think he could have done that. One thing I will say
2: with all the comedic, with all the jokes that were made throughout this movie, there's a lot of parallels that I can make with Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. More. Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. But Guardians of the Galaxy came after this. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I mean, definitely. So definitely. The there. But I just, I there was that, like, some of the jokes made it I, feel I gotta tell you, Guardians like of the Galaxy
1: that. was such a joy... Given that some of the earlier Marvel films I wasn't a big fan mm-hmm. of to begin with, so to have something that fun um, oh, yeah. was was a lot, was was cool to see. I, I
2: will so. say that if Chris Pratt was in the role of of, of Kirk, I think you would have fun with it. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of that, you know, Chris Pratt was almost Han Solo too, and I had heard something, and somebody on the Twitterverse, some millennial out there, can correct me. Al Pacino was almost the original Han Solo. Is that is that a real thing? There was <laughs> what? Because I just in, somewhere in the in In the deep -ah. dive research of this, take a (laughs) flamethrower to the ship. (laughs) <laughs> no, but i mean somewhere in the in the in the research of this film i saw that and i was like that can't be right
0: i know uh kurt russell tried to do it too there's some there's some footage of it i wouldn't mind kurt russell, kurt russell but... really oh man so all right i just <laughs> so, want to touch on that to see so we'll move on to our next segment recommendations so just anything you're reading or anything you're listening to as far as podcasts goes anything you're watching on tv anything you guys would like to recommend Who goes first? Anyone who wants to go first.
2: Well, right now, I'm not going to lie, I'm stuck on this Minecraft grind. Like, I know, I know, it's super nerdy. There's a Minecraft movie in the works, so you're going to be first in line for that? Probably not going to watch the movie, but hey, guys, like, for this past, like, three weeks, I've been doing podcasts and events and all these different things. And all I want to do all the thing the only thing that's on
1: my mind is I want to go home and play Minecraft (laughs) you don't don't have time for a two hour movie but you got time for hours and hours of Minecraft hey we got to get your priorities straight hey Nick I haven't even got to play yet (laughs) All right, right? I'm trying I want to play
2: right now I'm just like looking at this podcast I can't wait for this to be over so I can just (laughs) go.
3: man
2: that's harsh but yeah no no, Um, that's what's on my my radar right now where do we play this
1: game at tell us where we go to play this thing Just on PC, doc. PC, okay. Yeah. All right, Jeez, we're on PC, too. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> you
0: are a nerd. <laughs> Anything you want to recommend,
1: Nick? Uh, as always, I want to recommend uh, some other podcasts that I like. C- go to my blog tsames at blogspot.com, uh, and then I'm watching True Detective. I love it. There's a podcast called recapables through the Ringer Network, it's fantastic. Um, I recommend Dragon Questicles, those guys are fantastic. I recommend Talking Flick, I recommend Decapitating Cult things you know there you are, go uh, check out hereditary <laughs> <laughs> I, I recommend skipping over jeepers creepers not really a great movie but you know, that's pretty much all i got
0: so uh what i've been kind of watching is i saw the first two episodes of titans oh okay. yeah all right so how's that the, actually i'm interested it's, it's not i thought it was gonna be bad but it's actually not as bad it's actually pretty interesting it's pretty and violent right it is actually pretty violent yeah, i did not expect that it's a lot of face scraping like it, just it's this face is getting screwed. this, this someone, is dick grayson right yeah Dick Grayson, you got Raven, um, and this is when
2: the internet went crazy about the casting for Starfire, and yeah, and exactly. Frog, what was Beast I didn't Boy. catch this?
1: What is this uh, uh, backlash? It's just millennial nonsense.
0: We have yeah. we uh, have yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah, pretty much. much so <laughs>
2: well, essentially, cosplayers are able to create these wonderful costumes for Starfire uh-huh. and for sure. Beast Boy, and then they ended up going this low rent budget route. But I hear that they do a good job so uh-huh. I'm going to give it my okay. It's, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I kind of side with with the fans that based off of the comics, based right. off of the cartoons, there are people that are capable of making beautiful visuals with makeup and hair and create and like recreating these characters mm-hmm. very easily. And yet they went to go with oh we're gonna do a guy with green hair for a beast boy and a girl with
0: with orange hair for right. Starfire I mean I guess the thing is if these fans can accomplish this with their budget yeah then a studio exactly. should be able to accomplish this with the budget that they and this have is, this is this is the DC studio right? this is the DC app so right. there's different universes so you have but they like, have the money to do yeah, it yeah they have the money so there's right. like the CW which is like they're, they're their own universe the Flash yeah. Green
1: Arrow
0: the exactly. Legends. Of they're in their own thing and okay. then you have the DC app they're kind of their own universe but, too, this, as is well, but yeah, this is exclusive to the DC app yeah this is exclusive to the DC app so I mean at the first have episodes they're not bad they're actually okay, pretty good they right. are checking out um starfire kind of does look like a hooker when you first see her i'll just kind of throw that out there i'm still waiting to kind of see what they do but the first nothing against the actress yeah that starfire nothing hey, harley
1: quinn in the uh suicide squad i
0: mean it's the same same thing right? yeah same thing so so that's what i would kind of recommend as titans just to check it out i've only seen the first few episodes uh my girlfriend's finishing up daredevil season three so okay. i thought i would All throw right. that in i only
1: save. watched one and two so yeah it's three is a uh, bullseye right
0: three is bullseye okay. but three has so much more and it is so good do we so think it's gonna get it picked
1: up somewhere else or do we think it's finished?
0: absolutely not because <laughs> wow. it is okay it's done with because with part of the, i guess the netflix and disney deal is they have to wait a certain amount of time before they can Ooh, repick it So up. Charlie
1: Cox is hanging up
0: the Charlie horns. Cox won't be able to be wow. Daredevil, unfortunately. He was for, pretty I think, good. Yeah. I was okay with him. I think it's for at least two years he can't be Daredevil, which is wow. such a shame because season three is so good. And I've talked about it so many times, but it just happened because my girlfriend was watching it last night and we watched <laughs> three hours' worth of it, and I'm like, I think I have to put it back on again mm. because wow. it really okay. is, it's just there's so much more that happens, it really is worth it, so but is there anything else you guys would like to recommend for i'm gonna watch season
1: three of daredevil instead of watching hereditary how about that
0: that's good i actually i mean hereditary is good but uh you know it's just (laughs) it's it's depressing you know it really is and i think daredevil is a little bit better too as well so well they're different categories i guess i shouldn't really say that (laughs) what's uh
1: what's up next for talking flick what's the next film Oh, man. <laughs> we'll, no pressure, Tyler. We'll figure it out. We'll, like, right. it
2: will come out. I got I got a list of things that I,
0: I would think would be interesting for us to watch.
1: <laughs> a seven-hour podcast on True Detective? <laughs> Who, Whose game?
0: <laughs> we will see. So, uh, next thing we'll move into is we've got mail. So, as far as questions that we okay. get. Okay, all right. Cool uh, stuff. So, we got a question right here. And, so. and
2: thank you again, listeners, for sending in your emails. You can continue to send them at
0: talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick. Yeah at
1: gmail.com, please. Your yes. support is needed. <laughs> yes, always.
0: So we'll wrap it up with one question where, so with the Oscars coming up, have you seen any of the nominated films, and what are your top films of 2018? <laughs> any thoughts of the Oscars going without a host? Uh, lastly, who would you like to see cast as a new Batman slash Bruce Wayne from Jason Todd? So <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jason Todd.
1: <laughs> Thank you for your question. We appreciate that. I think it's weird they don't have a host. I find that to be
0: odd. I mean... I don't care that much, but I think it's weird. I think Tony Collette from Hereditary should have been nominated without this. a head. Yes. without her head, yeah. headless. To yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> Nick, you gotta watch Hereditary. Just, <laughs> yeah. for, I'm gonna
1: watch it. No, I'll, I listened three hour podcast. I want to watch
0: the movie, but now. just for her performance. Honestly, she's a great actress. She I'm telling
1: you, 2002 is about a boy. It's one of it's one of my top movies of the 2000s. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean, just because uh, I don't know about the Oscars, because I mean, uh, do we movies, care about any of these movies? I mean, do, movies go over Good movies go overlooked. Do we have over- any thoughts on Black Panther yeah.
1: being the first sort of blockbuster to sneak into the Best Picture category? I mean, it's just fine for me. I mean, <laughs> I rated Infinity War ahead of Black Panther. Yeah, I, uh, that's... I mean. So I thought it was a little bit <laughs> weird. But I, re- I really appreciated what Ryan Coogler, a director I like a lot,
0: did with that movie. I mean, my whole thing with the Oscars is a lot of these movies, and I think we talked a little bit about the Hereditary, is I'm going to remember that movie 10 years from now. I'm not going to remember who won the Oscars in 2018. Well, yeah. I'll say
1: yeah. this. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll say this. I didn't put it in my recommendations, and maybe I should have. I recently watched Roma, which is, I think, the first Netflix movie to get nominated for Best Picture. Mm. Uh, Netflix-driven, paid-for-by-Netflix um, uh, paid Netflix movie, that's a great movie. That's uh, what I it's hear. It's not an easy watch, but, man, that's a pretty damn good movie. I haven't even rated it on my blog yet. i got to get to work on that. Well, um, right now it's got the award as the first start, uh,
2: first Netflix movie to be nominated. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, that that's, that's a big deal. Credit, credit to
1: Netflix for, for paying money for stuff like that. Alfonso yeah. Cuaron to, to do it on Netflix, too, to distribute it like that. I think Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I couldn't even hey, say Rosie what, I O'Donnell's
1: say that. on a that's show that. called Smith. Yes. No, that's a good show, too. That's Frankie Shaw from Mr. Robot.
2: If Rosie O'Donnell can take time away from her Nickelodeon uh, Kids' Choice Awards...
1: <laughs> she can come and do the Oscars. <laughs> why not just let Kevin Hart do it, frankly? We
0: to get oh, back yeah, the... no, no, no that would be great. Just yeah. have him say I'm sorry and have him come back and do it. Okay. Come on. He's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> so, for the next part of the question, who would you like to see to become Batman slash Bruce Wayne? Because we do have those new movies coming out. <sighs> so, mm.
1: I, I heard Robert Pattinson and, and the more I think about it, the more I'm okay with that. Although, really? it certainly wouldn't be my first choice. Oh, I just I think want that's... Ben, I wanted Ben Affleck to make the Red Hood movie. Right. So, oh, I don't absolutely. know why uh-huh. we You
0: can't just continue on with that. I think because whatever direction they're going in, I think Ben Affleck does not want to be a part of, and you just <laughs> he just went through media and just man yeah. that's really sad." It, <laughs> it
1: was almost Josh Brolin. Do we think that uh, Josh Brolin as like an older, grittier Batman in like a Flashpoint movie it's would just work? We've already gotten older, grittier. But
0: this is this is going to be but young he's done, noir, right? right? Yeah. Young noir. That's that's the rumor. It's going to be just more. It's going to be young noir, and it's going to be a more kind of crime, enclosed Gotham situation. My hot
1: take is Matt Reeves, who's doing this bat the. Batman yeah. movie. I don't like those Planet of the Apes movies very much. Oh, a-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's controversial.
1: <laughs> you know what?
2: Uh, what's they're just okay. Jim from The Office. What's his name? Um, oh yeah. Oh, but he's Jack Ryan now. I wouldn't mind him as Batman. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him as Batman. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, John
0: Krasinski. That's John his Krasinski, name. John okay. <laughs> Krasinski. Yeah. Well, if you can't double dip, then... he was almost Captain America too. What? He was he was close, really second. He real, was a close close second. real close? Real yeah. close. Yeah. Hmm,
2: wow. Yeah. With that being said, I I think well, I wouldn't mind Mike... him as
1: Batman. How about Michael B. Jordan, another guy who's kicked the tires okay. on the idea of right, a different all right. take on Bruce Wayne? Kind of like that too. It's already well, been a couple of superheroes is the problem, but wouldn't okay yeah, yeah, yeah to me you know just speaking of that uh the black panther the first real marvel movie to solve the crappy villain problem mm-hmm. and then they doubled down and thanos was probably even better in infinity war oh yeah so they've kind of correct course corrected that villain problem. an actual threatening villain yeah, yeah. With, with backstory <laughs> with some empathy you know i actually like both those guys what about christian bale what about him to come it? back <laughs> uh, what about, about george him? clooney
0: what's he doing <laughs> these days? yeah so. yeah yeah. he's not acting anymore right <laughs> that's a rough ride yeah. oh actually
1: um what a, uh, Chris O'Donnell, former Robin. Nah, Why I not? Know. He's pretty good on that TV show.
0: Aston Kutcher, I think maybe he no. would have uh, yeah. no. <laughs> no. no. no.
1: You know what? You Another really? Doctor Strange <laughs> moment on the podcast. Forget it.
0: <laughs> I think I'm more on board with John Krasinski than anything. Oh, okay. I mean, Chris. All right. You say I mean, Krasinski.
1: You know what? Yeah. I'm going to go high on a limb, and I don't even like those Twilight movies. I kind of like the idea of Robert Pattinson in a noir detective movie.
0: I think it's, I was against Daniel Radcliffe being Wolverine. And I mean, it's not going to happen, but someone makes some fan art about it. And if it looks cool enough, then you know what I mean? It's like, we'll see. So, so, uh, I think that's pretty much it for the show guys. And if there's anything else you want to add in, we'll do plugins. Thanks for having
1: me. It was a pleasure to be on talking
0: flick. Hey, for sure, brother. (laughs) No problem. Love having you. So, yeah, follow Ryan as far as check out his podcast at Dragon Questicles. You can also follow him on Twitter at Ryan uh, underscore dot com. And his name is R-I-A-N-R-Y. Yes. And so you can follow us at Flick underscore talking for Twitter and reach us out at TalkingFlick at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to help support the show, help keep the lights on, you can support it on Patreon and even just leave a review on any app that you're listening to us on. And Nick, what was that? What was your website T- again? TsaMes.dot.blogspot.dot.com. Awesome. Yep. So check out the archives. Absolutely. So definitely check us out right there. Thanks so much, guys, for listening on. Have a good night and stay safe. All, All right. You. Take care, guys. Take care.